Hello, and welcome back to another episode of Last Month in TV. I'm Ben. Hello there. I'm Nick. <laughs> we are officially in 2020. Indeed we are. Cheers. Happy <laughs> Cheers. New Year. Happy New Decade. That too. Roaring 20s. Here we go. Hell yeah. <laughs> it is funny as always when, uh, when people keep saying that the new decade doesn't actually start until 2021. And I'm like, I, I disagree. Why? Because they, people are like, oh, the, the sequence doesn't start on a zero. It starts on the one. And I'm like, okay, but like, sidebar. All yeah, right. Math is hard. <laughs> um, so I think we should try a new format. Okay. Um, so what I am going to do, I'm going to run through the premieres and the finales that we had in January. And a couple that were uh, towards the end of December um, since we last saw you guys. Um, <laughs> so um, I'm going to run through these And uh, if you have anything to say About any of them um, Interject Sounds good And I'll do the same I'll interrupt myself <laughs> Alright so um, Finales and premieres of, uh, of January um, I'm going to reach back into December um, On the 18th um, <laughs> Sorry <laughs> Brian licked his lips at me. <laughs> oh, wait. <Again? laughs> Are we going to do the A through F thing? The what? The, the rating system. Not the shields and swords. <laughs> Please, not bad. Um, yeah, do, like, um, do, do, it's yeah. It's like a solid sword and half a shield. <laughs> So we were trying to come up with a rating system for the show, and Ben's glorious idea, because we are the movie knights, was two swords or three shields or all that other stuff. If you would like to see that as the rating system, drop a comment below. (laughs) I can't tell if he's giving that idea a thumbs down or pointing towards the comments. Both? Neither? (laughs) So for this episode, we're going to go with an A through F rating system. We're gonna we're gonna try it out. See how it feels. So, I think it should work. Yeah, we'll fine. See. Look at us. Yeah, being official. All right. So, um, reaching back into December a little bit. Um, on the 18th, we had the uh, the crime, the true crime documentary series "Don't Fuck with Cats" on Netflix, which I would give a B. It's pretty okay. good. I have not watched that nor heard of it. I um I fucked up my neck a couple weeks ago, and so I sat and watched the entire thing in one sitting. Were you fucking with cats? Uh, <laughs> No, no, I'm actually very allergic to them. Same, allegedly. Oh, hey, <laughs> allegedly. Sometimes I sneeze. Sometimes I don't. <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> All right. <laughs> I, Continue. I'm so. Allergic you want to me cats, to interject? <laughs> There's a joke somewhere. Context right. clues. <laughs> All right, um, December 20th, we had The Witcher. Have you watched any of that? I have not, but I love Henry Cavill, and I'm ashamed of myself that I haven't watched it yet. Me too. I, I love him. I did watch one episode and did not like it, so no? I stopped. I've, I've heard it's like not for everyone, but mm. like if you like the games, you'll like it, but also it's captured an audience that hasn't played the games that really yeah. likes it. Yeah, I, I am completely unfamiliar with that, with the franchise, mm-hmm. so I went into it knowing nothing. And It's mm. based on books, too. Oh, I did not know that. I did not know I also heard if you like games, Game of Thrones, you'll also kind of like... If you like Games of Thrones. <laughs> yeah. James Bond's 
Colobondulance. <laughs> um, so, um, <laughs> moving like, why did I? Why did I give these two a podcast? This yeah. was which is an excellent question. <laughs> um, on uh, on Christmas Eve, we had the new season of Lost in Space that came out. I loved the first season. Watched two episodes of this new season. Was not in love with it. Have not watched any of that, but I know about the daddy robot. The robot apparently is really buff, and people oh, yes. were, were yes. thirsting, as the kids say, about this robot. Gives a whole new meaning to danger, Will Robinson. Bong! <laughs> Um, and then right off um, on the first day of 2020, January 1st, we had Doctor Who premiere. Yes. Love that um, show. Have not watched it yet. Yeah. I have actually never seen an episode of Doctor Who. That's that's a shame. Out. Which maybe disqualifies me from hosting a TV podcast. <laughs> but I do know about Weeping Angels. That's about it. And they fascinate well, me. Everyone knows about Weeping Angels. Yes, yeah, they fascinate me. It's really cool. They fascinate you? Yeah. See, so yeah, really cool words. That episode just got really overhyped mm-hmm. that I just like, cool. Yeah. I, I just, know, like, this episode that, like, if you know about Doctor Who or have heard the words, you know about that episode. Yeah. Like, it just became. It's like, like overhyped. Yeah. Is Does it deliver, though? Is it a good episode? It delivers, but it doesn't really have the true, like, essence of what Doctor Who is, in my opinion. Gotcha. Gotcha. Because I'm thinking like of overhyped episodes like The Long Night with Game of Thrones where yeah, it was a yeah. trash TV episode. I mean, the whole last season. Well, yes. I mean, but we'll get to that. Okay. <laughs> um, yeah, later on we're going to be discussing, of course, um, quickly we'll go over the Golden Globe winners. Yes. Um, and then we'll dive into our top 10 TV shows of the decade. Um, since we are now in the new one. Why are you laughing at me? I'm not. Ryan keeps licking his lips. <laughs> Ryan, no. <laughs> <laughs> They're dry. What do you want me to do? Well, to look away when you're gonna do it. <laughs> oh my god. Um, so January second, um, a new season of Last Man Standing started. Um, Tim Allen. Yeah, Tim Allen, and that's the Republican show, show, right? Still going. I, that's I mean, the conservative show that, like, I I think it's conservative in the sense of the star is conservative mm-hmm. and then plays probably a conservative person, but the same way that. Like the Roseanne revival, mm. the Connors are Republicans because that's what that family would be right. demographically. Right. It's just that Tim Allen's actually a Republican, so then it gets like this other layer yeah. added on. Because I remember there was a whole bunch of news when it got canceled, and conservatives were upset because they were like, "You canceled it because of that." Yeah, it was just it. Yeah, yeah. It, got, it got picked up again. So right, right. Um, so moving on, January third, and with an E. Um, I've never heard of that, um, but it premiered. Um, Dracula um, premiered on January fourth. I wanted to watch which that. I will give it an A minus. Yeah, um, good. Yeah, it's it's so. There's three episodes. They're an hour and a half long each. Um, Sherlock's right, exactly the same creators. Yeah, um, yeah, I know. Yeah, so, yeah. yeah um, so the I know some things. The first <laughs> the first two episodes are fantastic they're yeah. completely different genres um and it's just it's fantastic and then the third episode in my opinion kind of drops the ball a little bit um mm-hmm. but it's still really good is um, it like old school like some horror imagery and yeah yeah and i if you've seen it you know why i'm hesitating to answer um yeah there's there's a twist i'll just leave it at that you you do get the old school stuff for mm-hmm. sure i like the classic Dracula imagery, castles and Transylvania, all that stuff. Um, but there's a twist to it. So 
It's actually in 2030, in the future. <laughs> future vampires. <laughs> um, blood transfusions, they're acceptable in it. <laughs> oh, and the other thing is that it's it's scary, yes, and uh, suspenseful, and also super homoerotic. I'm there. I I was sold. I don't know how to. <laughs> I don't. I don't know what question to pose after that because yeah. I'm afraid of the answer. <laughs> how so? How do uh, you mean? Dracula definitely like moves in on some guys. Um, and blood's blood. Exactly. <laughs> You're a vampire. You need blood. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Um, and that is actually part of his motivations behind it. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, he just he's hungry, um, thirsty, <laughs> as the kids say. <laughs> Apropos. Um, all right. So January fifth, there was big n- word. <laughs> January fifth, um, a really brilliant day for television. Naked and Afraid and Sister Wives premiered. Next. (laughs) Um, And then January 6th um, was The Bachelor and um, Manifest, which actually was a pretty big show, I think, for NBC, um, which it's going into its second season. Um, So that premiered on January 6th. Uh, January 7th was a big day. Um, There was Ellen's Games of Games. uh, Sorry, Ellen's Game of Games. Um, Siesta Key, Vanderpump Rules, Black-ish, which came back from a hiatus. Mm -hmm. Um, FBI Most Wanted, which also came back from a hiatus. The Resident came back from a hiatus, and Jeopardy, the greatest of all time. So that special with those two, oh, yeah, three yeah, guys. Yeah. Um, that happened on January 7th. I watched none of those, but yeah, the, the the Jeopardy people, they had a great like fake Twitter feud oh, going did they? on. Yeah, three of them. <laughs> it was pretty funny. Yeah. When, is, when is Alex Trebek retiring? It's coming up soon, isn't it? Because he's like seriously ill. Yes. I don't know when he's retiring. I, yeah. I think he still has some... like to do or something like that yeah just kind of just waiting around and seeing what happens (laughs) um so january 8th there was uh catfish criminal minds undercover boss um all of the chicago shows so chicago fire chicago med chicago pd are there that many now yeah yeah um and i guess it's like the mcu of television because they all the mcu of chicago yeah they all uh chicago's finest chicago's finest (laughs) um the uh the the CFU Chicago's finest universe. You can edit that out. That was dumb. <laughs> um, but oh, yep, it has to get rid of it. Get rid of it. And I stop. That joke was a draw. <laughs> <laughs> I'll take it. Um, but they all came back from their uh, mid season hiatuses. Um, as did Modern Family, which is one of my favorite. I, uh, I like that show. Yeah, I still watch that. It's one of those shows that I think has been consistently funny, even though it's like, I don't even know how many seasons was, it's in now. Was that episode the one where they're all in that hotel type place? Did you watch it? I, I'm not caught up. No? Okay. Yeah. It was uh, a good episode. If that's the one that it was. The, the mid-season finale? Yeah. Uh, premiere. Oh, premiere. Okay. Yeah. Okay. They're um, in their last season. Yes. Yeah. Yes, that is true. A modern farewell, as they're calling it. Oh. Yeah. Um, and then another show called Party of Five, which I believe is a remake. Um, of, Sounds of yeah. Show. Um, that premiered on January eighth. Uh, January 9th we had very Cavalieri. Uh, Law and Order SVU came back from a hiatus, and Will and Grace came back from a hiatus. Do you um, watch that? I actually I've stopped. Um, yeah. And I think I, I think I talked about this in the last episode, um, but I don't know. It's just it's kind of getting very repetitive for mm-hmm. me. A lot of the same gags and. Um, 
And and I love Deborah Messing. It's a good ensemble. Though. Yeah, 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 undoubtedly, undoubtedly. Um, but just every time Deborah Messing delivers a joke in that show, I feel like she's trying not to laugh. Yeah, and I can just see it on her face, and I'm like. I'm over it. <laughs> I'm done with this. Yeah, exactly. So I kind of gave up. My husband still watches it, but I don't. Um, January 10th, AJ and the Queen um, premiered on Netflix. You were which, telling me about that. Yeah, show. which we were just yeah. chatting about. Um, which I would give that an A. Um, possibly an A+. Plus. Um, I I mean, it's, it's surprising. For anyone who's watched RuPaul's Drag Race, we all know um, RuPaul's acting skills are infamously painful to watch. Um, I disagree. But... <laughs> Continue. Um, but in this show, she plays um, a queen called Ruby Red, um, who is just essentially RuPaul, but in universe of the show. Mm-hmm. Um, and I believed every word she said. And it was actually really genuine and heartfelt and hilarious. Um, the child actor who plays AJ uh, was not my favorite. Um, but then again, I think the child actors are very, very hit or miss. Yeah. So, um, so you know, it's... It's whatever, but overall it was really great. And uh, Jane Krakowski was in an episode. Okay, uh, I like she her. was yeah, she was hilarious. Um, and a lot of the queens from RuPaul's Drag Race make cameo appearances as various characters. So um, it was a lot of fun to yeah, watch. Naturally, yeah. of course, of course, um, making that uh, <laughs> that Drag Race money. Yeah. Um, so moving on, uh, January twelfth, The Outsider premiered on HBO, which is based on Stephen King's book of okay. the same name. Um, and that stars Ben Mendelsohn, um, Cynthia Erivo, and not Jeremy Renner. Jason Bateman. Jason that Bateman. is a great cast. Yeah. I love both Ben Mendelsohn and not Jeremy Renner, Jason Bateman. I don't know why I thought Jeremy Renner. Um, <laughs> I didn't know that show was existing. I did not know that that show was a thing, and I'm very excited now. Yeah, um, one of my uh, one of my coworkers at work is raving about it. He says it's excellent. So it's three episodes in at this point um, because they dropped two episodes on the first night. Um, so I really need to go catch up with catch that. Up, yeah. On um, uh, January 13th, the Good Doctor came back from its midseason hiatus, um, as well as oh, just kidding, that was the only midseason hiatus. Um, there was a premiere of a show called The Healing Powers of Dude, uh, which is okay. about a dog. So I will probably watch it. I love dogs so much. Um, And then The New Pope premiered, which is a follow-up to The Young Pope. Um, So with John Malkovich, right? Yes. I I heard about it. It doesn't really interest me, but I I love John Malkovich, so yeah. I might watch it. Yeah, it's that kind of stuff is always kind of interesting to me, and I don't know if it's because um, I was raised Catholic, so I have like these repressed memories that for some reason <laughs> make religious documentary style shows yeah. um, or religious dramas um, interesting to me. Although I did watch. Uh, it's a movie, but the two popes, and I was not I impressed. Saw that. Yeah, with Anthony yeah. Hopkins, right? Yeah. Yeah, I usually I love him and um, yeah, the other people. Yeah, John Malkovich and the young pope, new pope. Yes, yes. You know, John um, Malkovich was in the greatest movie ever made. And what's that? Con Air. But that's for another time. <laughs> um, which I've never seen. Which we should do like a live watch of that. Oh, that would I be. I would. That. Yeah. <laughs> as a producer, it's greenlit. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Good. Coming to you soon on the movie nights. All right. Um, support this. You need to get the licensing. <laughs> that would be fine. I, I disagree. We don't have any fans. Simon West is not going to let us use this movie. <laughs> don't worry. We'll be okay. 
Okay. Make it happen. We won't. January 13th. uh, Just kidding. I just talked about that. Uh January 14th. January 14th, DC's Legend of Tomorrow came back along with um, Arrow. um, Came back from its... Yeah, they got that whole uh, Arrowverse thing. Right. Crisis on Infinite Earth has been going on, which I think it just ended, right? It did with a big surprise cameo at the end. Which was... Oh, should we reveal it? Yeah, sure, sure, sure. I mean, that was... Spoiler alert. Yeah, go ahead. Five, four, three, two, one. Ezra Miller from the DCEU as Flash cameoed in it. I did hear about that. Yes. So, So does that make the... Well, because it's from a separate universe, right? So I guess that doesn't technically make all the stuff in the show's canon in the movies. Yeah, well, Flashpoint, just the multiple dimensions and everything like that. But interestingly enough, I don't think he was ever referred to as Flash in any of the movies. No. And just as, as Barry, right? Yeah. And, yeah. The, the yeah, and the guy's like, I'm the Flash. He goes, the, the Flash? What? <laughs> That'll be interesting to see if that like if he picks up on that or if they reference that or something. Yeah. On January 15th, one of my absolute favorite television shows came back on Sci-Fi, The Magicians. Um, Good things about it this is show. Fantastic. Um, earlier this, well, nope, sorry, it's twenty twenty. Last year, um, I read the trilogy of books that it's based on, um, and at this point, the show has surpassed the books. Yeah. Um, but the uh, the books are excellent, and the show is just phenomenal. Um, the last season ended with kind of a, uh, a really shocking character death. Um, that everyone was kind of like, how is that going to work? Mm-hmm. Um, but I think they, they dealt with the characters um, kind of mourning that. And, and, it, and it moves on relatively quickly yeah. um, rather than kind of wallowing, um, which I, I think some shows kind of fall into that trap after mm-hmm. something like that. Like uh, Looking for Alaska. Um, I love that book, but that show, they spent two episodes wallowing. And I was like, I'm done. <laughs> that, that's enough of that. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, and it was the last two episodes. So I was like, way yeah, to, way to go out. out. Yeah. yeah, Go out with a bag. Yeah, exactly. But um, The Magicians, solid A+. plus Every season, including the current one. Um, go watch it. Highly recommended. Um, also, that same day, The Goldbergs came back from its uh, mid-season hiatus. Yes, I watched that show. That's yes. very good. I, that's right. I that's one of, that was yeah. one that we talked about last, last yeah. episode, right? Um, and then also Good Trouble um, started a new season, which I've not uh, heard of. Not, no. uh, that, I, oh, that's, I, um, I've heard of that. That is, uh, that's a spinoff of... Um, oh, The Good Wife? No. Oh. Uh, <laughs> yes. I don't remember. It's a spinoff of some other show with okay. the, the girls are in it. I don't remember the name of it. Gotcha. As, as I'm going through this list, I'm realizing... How many hiatuses are ending? Like so many shows are making. Yeah, I feel like premieres. to streamline, we need to just go with like the ones we watched. Yeah, yeah, because this is like insane. otherwise it's like ah, I've heard the, I've right heard of that show. Yeah, because I think and and I think in general most other months don't have this many mm-hmm. premieres. Do they? January is kind of like well because they're coming back boom. from the holiday break. Right, yeah. right, right. Um, Future will be like episodes. We've, we've right, exactly. Um, January seventeenth was real time with Bill Mayer, American Housewife, Charmed, Dynasty, Fresh Off the Boat, which I love, um, Little America, and Diary of a Future President, which is a Disney Plus show um, that I've not yet watched. I've not but, heard of uh, any of the words you just said. Uh, yeah, I'm gonna try to <laughs> speed this up a little bit. Um, January nineteenth was nine one one Lone Star, which was the with Texas Rob Lowe yeah. and Liv Tyler. Yes, the Texas spinoff. Of of uh, Ryan Murphy's nine one one, 
Um, we got to limit the amount of times we talk about Rob Lowe on this show, though. <laughs> I don't support him. Oh, shit, he doesn't know this. No, I don't. Go, go, mm-hmm. in, go into your hatred of Rob Lowe's story. All right, so it's not really a hatred, but I just had an idea for a TV show that I did nothing with mm-hmm. that I just told people because I thought it'd be funny, and it was very similar to The Grinder okay. with Rob Lowe. So I have like a fake, real, fake <laughs> against Rob Lowe. I love my Parks and Rec, though. And his uh, show that he had, he's a Bigfoot believer, and I support that. That's for another time. <laughs> what a great sentence. <laughs> uh, also that day was Avenue 5 and Curb Your Enthusiasm. I love Curb Your Enthusiasm. <laughs> I want to watch Avenue 5 very much. It looks hysterical. Yes. Is that HBO? Yeah, okay. HBO. It's with uh, Hugh Laurie yes. from yeah, yeah. Uh, Stuart Little. And uh, right? who's in Stuart Little? <laughs> His most remarkable credit. Yeah. I would argue that. <laughs> no one's arguing against you. Chef. Exactly. Uh, Kirby Enthusiasm, I actually watched that last night. Okay. That was a fantastic premiere. Okay. A plus. Good. What season I, is that in now? Ten. Wow. Yeah. Okay. It's been trucking. Yeah. It went very topical this this for the premiere, and I thought that was was okay. funny. It, I love that SNL keeps getting Larry David back to, to play Bernie. Fantastic Bernie Sanders. Oh, oh my God. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah, it's great. Um, which, speaking of SNL, they're, they're going to be coming back uh, to towards the end of the month, uh, January 25th, and it's going to be Adam Driver hosting. Oh, that'll be good. Yeah, with he's Halsey. He's funny Halsey. when he's on. Yeah. He's a funny dude. I hope to God they revisit the uh, Undercover, Undercover boss. boss. Yeah. That'd be good. Oh, my God. It would be great. I really hope they do. Um so January 20th, Street Outlaws and All-American. January 21st, Chopped and The Connors, um, mentioned before. Mm-hmm. Uh, January 22nd, Riverdale came back. Um, or, what's today? What is the date? Today's the 20th. Today's the 20th. It's so, coming back. Um, well, so Riverdale. You forgot, uh, didn't Good Place start back up again on their hiatus? Oh my god, yeah, how did I miss that? Yeah. God damn it, Ben. <laughs> You're the research department here. I just come here freestyling. What's this? And I knew that the Good Place returned, which I did too. I just haven't watched it yet. No, I've watched I both. Is, I think Ben knows we're fucking with him, but his face is just like, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I no, but I feel really bad. That's an oversight. It's so funny. That's such an oversight. Good Place return. That is very good. They're in their final yeah. season. Mother forking bullshit. <laughs> yes, <laughs> I love that show. That's a great show. Um, all right, uh, January twenty second. Um, also, Nora from Queens, which is Aquafina's new show. I saw um, that. I'm- I love Aquafina. I'm gonna try it. We'll see what happens with it, but I she, she's she's a lot to process. Yeah. She's very funny, but like yeah. I don't see that humor translating to like yeah. headline lead actor act actor stuff. Which and I think the name of the show is Aquafina is Nora from Queens. Yeah, like that's just yeah. She's fantastic in the Jumanji uh, Jumanji three. She's in Jumanji. Mm-hmm. Oh my she's god, in the new one. Yeah. <laughs> In case you can't tell, I still haven't seen it. Um, but uh, yeah, and The Farewell, of course. Mm-hmm. Incredible. Um, but uh, January 23rd, Station 19, Grey's Anatomy, Star Trek Picard, and The Bold Type all oh, start. Picard. Um, yeah. yeah, I know there's a lot of uh, buzz yeah, lot and of anticipation about that one. What's The Bold Type? Um, that's a show that is on, I believe, Freeform. Okay. Um, and it's about these, uh, these girls that work for a fashion magazine. Um, I think I started watching the first season. Good. And... Um, I mean, it was it was good. It just didn't really hold my attention. So I kind of, um, like I talked about last episode, I I am very like cut and run with TV yeah. shows. Like if I'm not into it, I'm like, okay, next, because um, I know there's so much. I, I out trudge there. through. I know. I don't stop. The Walking Dead. It's not my proudest moment. 
January 24th, uh, coming up, The Chilling Adventures of Sabrina comes back, which I love. Someone told me to watch that show, my friend. He said it was really good. It's, it's really pretty good. Um, love me some, uh, some Satan worship. <laughs> <laughs> me and the other gays. Uh, <laughs> Gotcha. <laughs> Welcome back to another episode of Last Month in Movies for the Movie Nights. Hail Satan. <laughs> oh man, I did not think this was going here. Wait, did you say this month in movies? What's the name of our podcast again? What are we talking about? I don't know. We keep messing it up. <laughs> I give this podcast three swords <laughs> and half a shield. I give it a horse's ass. <laughs> <laughs> Speaking of horses, January 31st, Bojack Horseman comes yeah, out. That's a trend. <laughs> so, let's give a round of applause for that one. That was good. That makes it look like we know what we're doing. <laughs> we had that whole thing planned. Yeah. <laughs> Not even close. No, we did. No, we did. <laughs> but uh, Bojack Horseman comes back. I'm very um, excited for that. It's the last, yeah. last, last half of this last season. Exactly. Exactly. Um, which I um, I've actually not watched that show, um, but I saw a, a quote from it the other day. Which it, it was uh, when uh, when you're wearing rose-colored glasses, all the flag, all the red flags just look like flags. That, that show is about big sad and gives me big sad. Yeah, I was like, wow, this is a cartoon. It's but it's very, much it's more very seems. It, yeah. yeah, it gets dark. Like mm. it, Still has humor in it, but it's like it is serious topics covered. Interesting. Mm-hmm. Let's check it out. Um, also, I know there's a gag in that show that uh, no, no, I'm not going to tell that story. It's not funny enough. I'm gonna... also, it's about my husband having cancer. So. Always tell a joke when uh, it's a win lose or draw. I, I I think I think it's funny. So, you know what I'm talking about? Oh yeah, yeah. No, I think I think your husband having cancer is hilarious. Go ahead and tell the joke. <laughs> um. We're not getting renewed. (laughs) (laughs) Um, No, so there's a gag in that show where um, one of the characters has a balloon that says it's a boy or it's a girl or whatever, and it's crossed out and says tumor. And when my husband got diagnosed with cancer, which, once again, he's fine now, um, one of our friends came to the hospital with with that balloon. That balloon. (laughs) Jeez. And he had to explain it to us because neither of us had seen the show. So we were just kind of like, <laughs> this, this, this is happening. Yeah, yeah. Um, but uh, but yeah. So I guess I guess it was funny. Was that a win, lose, or a draw? That's a win. <laughs> Fuck yeah. We'll, we'll see once the video's posted. <laughs> yeah, we'll right see. Now it's a win. We'll check the comment section. On this right, one. right. Yeah. Let uh, yeah. Let us know in the comments. Uh, <laughs> w L or D? <laughs> Always D. And also the rating system. <laughs> Ooh. I'm just really killing it with the gay jokes. You are on fire tonight. That was good. You saying I'm flaming? (laughs) (laughs) I did not say that. You guys want some more wine? I got refills. (laughs) Hey, lawyer. (laughs) I love how generic that was. Lawyer Lawyer help. (laughs) I would like to plead the fifth. What else came out this month? (laughs) Don't make a joke there either. All right, I'll I'll let it go. Let it go. (laughs) Yeah, that was bad. That that was that was a draw. That was a draw. (laughs) 
I don't take L's. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. Um, all right, so that's that's it for the premieres for right. January. Fucking finally. Um, <laughs> um, Fucking finale. <laughs> that was an L. Yeah. I'll admit that one. <laughs> that one's on me. Um, so for the finales, um, I reached back into December a little bit um, since our last episode. Um, 2020. Okay. <laughs> um, December 20th, the morning show ended. Um, you were watching that. I was, and I thought I had a really interesting finale. Um, I, I'm wondering if because of all the production trouble they had with season one, if they're going to be able to pull off a season two. Um, just actor stuff? or Yeah, it was a lot of different things. There was trouble. They, they changed the whole direction of season one, like... <laughs> after they had shot a lot of it. Um, so a lot of the... Uh, as you're watching it, you'll notice a lot of Steve Carell stuff It woo, um, is completely separate um, from the from the other characters. Mm-hmm. And that's because they had to do a lot of reshoots with just him um, to kind of refocus where they wanted the story to go. Okay. So um, in terms of scheduling, it was easier for them to just shoot a lot of... You're not getting right? Jennifer Aniston back for reshoots, yeah. I'll tell you that much. No. Like you said before, she's busy making another Adam Sandler movie. They're Which good. they're good together. Yeah, but also uncut gems. Oh my god, snubbed for an Oscar. Yeah. Oh my god. Um, December twenty second, his Dark Materials ended. Um, that was a James McAvoy. Yes, I like correct. James McAvoy. Yes, yes, yes. It's a good. Actor. Um, yeah, it was. Uh, it was a great ending. I would give it a probably a B plus. Okay. Um, I think it the pace kind of got off in the last couple episodes. Um, but it, it ended pretty strongly, um, and I love Lin Manuel Miranda, um, so I'll watch him in anything. Except in Mary Poppins. Well, yeah, that's true. It's funny because I think he's a genius when it comes to writing. Oh, fantastic! Um, yeah, but I do not. Like he had it a when little. He, he had a brief like three episode uh, cameo stint on Curb Your Enthusiasm oh, did last he? season. Really funny. Him and oh. Larry David became like rivals. Oh, cool. <laughs> That's awesome. He kept wanting to have meetings with Larry David. Yeah, and they'd go into Larry David's office and Lin Man Lin. Manuel Miranda would sit in his chair, like behind his desk, <laughs> and so it just became like this whole review thing. And then he gives him tickets to Hamilton, and Larry David falls asleep, but he's sitting next to Lin Manuel Miranda's wife, oh my who god. wasn't his actual wife; she was played by America Ferrera. But <laughs> yeah, oh my god, yeah, he is everywhere. He has In the Heights coming out later this year. He's it's it's awesome. He he's, does everything. He's doing so well. Yeah. yeah. Um, December twenty seventh, The Mandalorian ended, which. How did you feel about the finale? I loved it personally. I thought it was fantastic. Yeah, I thought it was relatively like intense. Like having having a person fight a Tie Fighter <laughs> that was insane. It was a very intense episode indeed. Ladies and gentlemen, Warner Herzog. I found it impeccably directed by Taika Waititi. <laughs> Which wait, speaking of the Mandalorian, let's see if I can get this on camera. <laughs> what is he about to do? <laughs> I'm I've terrified. got Baby Yoda socks on. Nope. Can... Well, I... There you go. <laughs> Did you see him? <laughs> Show see... Yeah, we got it. We got it. Guess who can't comment not enough toes on this episode? <laughs> That's showbiz, baby. <laughs> um... That's two hundred dollars right there. Which yeah, Disney finally came out with uh, some Baby Yoda merch. They finally it's about capitalized time. on that. Which did you see? Build a Bear is coming out with. Uh, I did. Yes. The child plush. Like <laughs> I would like to build the baby. It is breathtakingly beautiful. <gasps> oh my god! Um, it shoots me with shock and awe. <laughs> Come on, baby, do the do the hand thing. Um, I. <laughs> 
<laughs> he looks like he's having a seizure. <laughs> Do it. <laughs> Do it. Do it. <laughs> um, which I actually really want one of those plushes, but they're probably going to be impossible to get. Um, and ridiculously overpriced due to the theme park admission price already. Yeah, yeah. Um, I told you I'd find a way to do it in the episode. <laughs> um, Warner Herzog, if you're watching, I love you. <laughs> As uh, the client in The Mandalorian. Yes, specifically. He's the one who saved the puppet, wasn't he? Did he save the child? Do it, you cowards. He was... <laughs> do it, you cowards! <laughs> um, Sleeping. <laughs> January 10th, um, High School Musical, the musical, the series, ended. That was a great finale. It was. Yes. It was. I was kind of hoping for some more cameos. I wasn't expecting it. Yeah, but, you know. Season two, who knows? Yeah. I haven't seen Zac Efron in anything in a minute. Yeah. What was the last thing he did? Was it the uh, the Ted Bundy movie? Yes. Yeah, I think that was the last thing he did. Um, No. uh, Yeah, never mind. Greatest Showman's (laughs) old. Oh yeah, that was that was twenty seventeen. Sorry, <laughs> sorry. My my bad. I just accessed my encyclopedia <laughs> my bad, yeah. of movie musicals. <laughs> um, yeah, no, I don't think you've shown up in anything in a bit. Yeah, it's been a while. Um, but uh, Forky asked a question. Also, dropped its last episode. Yes, it did. The second to last episode, I oh. thought was the best one. Oh, okay. Yeah. I see what you're saying. The, what is cheese? <laughs> What's cheese? Is that I the love one it. Where he talks to him about, and he he like. Is that with the unicorn? Yeah, when he runs him through <laughs> yeah, that. Yeah, and he's like giving all answer, the answers. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. And he just goes, do you have everything covered? Yeah, but... What's cheap? <laughs> the way he moves. Yeah, that was perfect. Are you okay? Got caught on my mic. <laughs> boop, boop. Boop, boop. <laughs> Let it open. <laughs> um, January 15th, Grace and Frankie both premiered and ended because they dropped the whole season it was the last season yeah my mom watches that show and asked me about it so does my husband yeah i said is that the last season she says i don't know usually tell me that i said i think it is the last season she goes they didn't really end it like it would be the end of it and i went i'll google it and then i forgot sorry mom i will text you after this (laughs) but Um, now i can confirm grace and frankie ended (laughs) it's over mom did you watch it no, I did not. Oh. I um, I watched a little bit of the first season, and uh, it didn't really grab my. I watched episodes so. here or there when I was uh, like back home in South mm-hmm. Florida, and it was all right. Yeah, I was just on the couch hanging out with my mom, and gotcha. she was watching it, so it was like that that extent of enjoyment on it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, sex education, um, second season, right? Yeah, it's Netflix. And, I didn't watch the first. But. Yeah, and I think I. I may have put this in the wrong place, but I think I thought I read that it was like the last season two that they weren't doing another one. Oh, I don't know. Um, I may be wrong, but um, that's another one that my husband watches, not me. Um, but uh, yeah, that one dropped on the seventeenth. Okay. Um, the ranch, um, which is the final season as well, dropped. Is it? On, uh, yeah, it's or actually that hasn't happened yet. Um, the twenty fourth. Um, I didn't know that's ending. I like yeah. that show. Um, Encore on Disney Plus. I haven't watched um, that. Will I've... will be ending. Yeah. Um, and the world according to Jeff Goldblum will be ending. Is there one more? Yeah, yeah. Um, I hope that gets renewed. Yeah, That's me a, too because it's phenomenal. Like I was saying last last episode, I don't really enjoy shows of that type, but I just oh, I love watching him. I He's can't fantastic. Stop! I cannot. It, it's stop. like watch. Yeah, it's yeah. He's yeah. fantastic. I you know I heard a story. Speaking of Jeff Goldblum, uh, he. There was a photo of him with a teenager that looked like him, and uh, evidently the teenager wasn't even the one that 
asked for the photo, it was Jeff Goldblum approached him and was like, "Pardon me, I you uh you very much like me. Can can we take a photo?" Uh, I 100 percent believe that he would do that. Right, right. <laughs> that so, guy probably has Jeff Goldblum's cell phone number because right. he probably asked for it too. Yeah, yeah. Um, but uh, I, I I just find that hilarious. He's so human. Like he's <laughs> don't call it. Just text me this photo <laughs> and erase it from your memory. <laughs> That'll be it. I won't respond. No, don't do it. I'm trusting you with this. No. All right, right, right. We'll see it on eBay. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, Arrow uh, has its finale on January 28th. Yeah, I heard that was ending. Yep. Um, is it still the Arrowverse then? I th- Well, I don't know if the show is ending. I think it might just be the season. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know if the... Yeah, I'm not sure. No, if the show's ending. Oh, okay. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So is it still the, the Arrowverse then after it ends? No, no. Uh, the other show's no, but I know, but like I think that like that's typically referred to as the Arrowverse, yeah, like yeah, all their shows. Yeah. So like, is it still the Arrowverse, even oh, though yeah, Arrow ends? Arrowverse. I'm sure he'll show back up for the crossover events, like his main. Oh, that's true. Man, yeah, that makes sense. Yeah, well, I'm sure well, I mean, other characters, unless they just do a whole group wipe there. Yeah, like, even something bad happens, I'm like, man, don't you miss Stephen Amell? <laughs> <laughs> you know, don't you miss Oliver Queen? I mean, if Flash can turn back time like share then I'm sure they can go get him from some other timeline or whatever be it <laughs> Cher just makes me laugh every time I think about her Cher's fantastic also she's releasing another album of is Abba she really another cannot, Abba album cover? which I cannot wait for because That's I adore exciting. that first one see I, I haven't listened to it but I like her cover of Fernando yes. I like that song <laughs> with Andy Garcia I, I feel like she must look back at Sharon that Mamma Mia movie and be like, what, why did I do that? I mean, it gave her two albums of ABBA covers. So right, right. There's that. And she got to sing Fernando with Andy Garcia. Right. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Can I help you? You just can't get over that she sang with Andy Garcia. <laughs> <laughs> Andy Garcia sang a song with Cher that's hysterical. He was the mayor of New York in the Ghostbusters with all the females. Oh my God. Yeah, that was Andy Garcia. He's also in Oceans 11, 12, and 13. He was the owner of the rival casino. Oh. Yeah. Interesting. How about that? Yeah. Who would have thought? <laughs> Moving Sorry, on. Sorry, I, I, I sidetracked things. <laughs> um, so that wraps up um, the uh, premieres and finales. Uh, thanks for bearing with us, if you're still with us. Um, <laughs> Drop a like below. Tell us what you think of our ratings. <laughs> Which we kind of didn't use nope, no, at all. Nope. In fact, we just kind of made fun of the other one. Yep. Um, we're going to mock ourselves into using that one. We are. We are. Um, so now we're going to go back through and give all of them ratings. I'm kidding. <laughs> <laughs> I'm kidding. It's a funny joke. <laughs> um, that was that was a uh, that was a lose. <laughs> it's fine. All right. Um, that was a loss. Yeah. Not your joke. My joke. Um, <laughs> Fat L. Can you like stamp like a hard L after that too? Like just, just right on my face right now. I can, but I won't. Can I get a new producer? <laughs> <laughs> Ryan, can he send you the full edited podcast and yes, then you can I stamp can the giant L on? I can do that. I'm kidding, Dalton. Off screen fist bump. <laughs> <laughs> I, I couldn't get the brr out. Did you hear that? It was like, brr. <laughs> like, like a sad pigeon. <laughs> a sad pigeon. You know what you need to get me? 
You need to give me like the soundboard that like the radio jockeys have, so I can do like the air horn and like. Yeah, that's all I need. Put in the budget. I'll, just, I'll be sure to submit a budget ticket for that. And just while I'm talking, just in the middle of my sentences, just I give that one shield. Womp, womp, womp. Oh, I would love that. Uh, Need that in my personal life. Does that work? <laughs> oh, man. Um, so, there was some news this month um, okay. in the world of television. Uh, no season two of Watchmen. Yeah, I heard about that. That's exciting, right? No, that's so sad. I heard it was exciting. I heard they didn't want, like, they don't want to, like, taint the perfection that it was. Yeah, and it's true. Um, Damon Lindelof did not want to come back yeah. to do another season, and HBO said that they didn't want to do it without him. So I respect the integrity of that, um, but I hate that we're not getting any more of it because yeah. that show was damn near perfect. Um, so it's it's uh, it's a shame that we're not going to get another episode. Yeah, but then, season. I mean, you know, like look at the last season of Game of Thrones. Like, right. Eventually right. it's going to reach a breaking point. Right, that's true. You want it, you want it to the end. The last five of Walking gonna... Dead, yeah. Right. <laughs> yeah, you want, it, you want it to go out on a high Season note. 11 coming soon. Yeah. And even though it did end, did, did you watch it? Did you watch Watchmen? I did not. I haven't watched the first Watchmen, so I did not want to watch oh, the, the, movie? the other Watchmen. Yeah. Okay. Um, yeah, I definitely The watched... true Snyder Cut. Right. Watching the movie will definitely inform your watching of the show. Who watches um, The Watchmen? Exactly. Um, but the the final episode ends on a really big cliffhanger. So now we'll oh, just so now there's just never no know. Um, although it's one that kind of... I, I can see it just ending there and leaving the rest up to the audience to, to kind of think of. Yeah. yeah. Which I generally don't like stuff like that, but, uh, you know... I could imagine it going either way. Um, uh, also, uh, for The Boys on Amazon, which I'm yes. a huge fan of. I love that show. Yes, like uh, Five Shields. Five um, Shields and an A. Yeah. Plus. <laughs> um, Jeffrey Dean Morgan is in talks for season three. Really? Yes. Wait, season three? Yes, because season two has already been shot. Um, uh, but he's on the shark on that one. I love Jeffrey Dean Morgan, though. He's Negan on The Walking yeah. Dead. Yeah. Is he still. Still kicking on The Walking Dead? Oh, yeah. Absolutely. Is The Walking Dead airing right now? No. Okay. No. It's off-season? Yeah. Between seasons, yeah. Okay. Um, Yeah, I just... I can't wait. I think he's brilliant. exciting. I love So, And I think he's going to fit perfectly in The Boys. Wasn't he in the original Watchmen movie? He was the comedian. Yeah. Yeah. I'm sure that will fit right in. Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. Um, Speaking of Amazon, um, there's a couple of other stories involving them. Uh, they announced some of the cast for its Lord of the Rings show. I saw that. I didn't really recognize a lot of the names. Neither so did I. I kind of like... Yeah, neither did I. Um, but I, one of the, the big things that I took from that kind of blurb that they released was, one, that they're starting production, mm-hmm. which is really exciting because that means um, we've got a timeline now. Yeah. Um, and... Additionally, speaking of timelines, um, they uh, clarified when the show is going to be taking place, and it's going to be taking place in what is called the second, uh, the second age of Middle Earth, um, which is hundreds of years before the Lord of the Rings show, or sorry, Lord of the Rings series as we know it. Um, what about the the Hobbit movies? Aren't those yes. those are prequels? Exactly. So the the Hobbit uh, takes place. I'm not sure what exactly the amount of mm-hmm. years is. Well, before the Hobbit movies. 
Yeah, okay. yeah. So so hundreds of years yeah, even before much. the Hobbit. Kind of like with the Game of Thrones prequels. Exactly, you know, like exactly. Before everything. Yeah. So I was all I I was wondering if we were gonna get um, either returning cast members or um, or recasting of characters in this show, but you know now now it's they've made it clear that we're not gonna have any of those yeah. um, characters in the show. Um, Amazon also canceled production of its uh, The Dark Tower series, which was going to be another Stephen King adaptation. Yeah. Um, but uh, unfortunately, they have canceled it. Um, that was the movie that came out recently, yeah, too, right? Yeah. That same property. With Idris Elba. Um, Matthew McConaughey. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Um, so I'm not sure exactly what the plan was there, but I guess now we'll never know. Uh after being stuck in limbo for a really long time, TNT's Snowpiercer series is finally going to be premiering in May. That was a movie. It was with Chris Evans. Chris Evans. I've heard um, good things about having it. Yeah, it's fantastic. It was on Netflix. I don't know if it still is. Um, <coughs> but uh, yeah, Sorry. it's got Chris Evans, Octavia Spencer. Um, oh, this is good. Yeah, it's really, really very good. Um, kind of reminiscent of. Uh, nope, not going to make that comparison. That gives away a huge plot point. So, not going to say it. Who. Directed Snowpiercer. That's what I thought. That's the Parasite guy, right? Yeah. Yeah. Who's getting a lot of recognition uh, this season. That's cool that he's attached to it then. I'm sure then it'll tie in well. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, Scott Derrickson just directed an episode. Oh, you mean the director of Doctor Strange of the Multiple? Oh. That made me sad. That hurt. Check Check out the Movie Nights podcast. This week's episode, Dalton and Ryan discuss Scott Derrickson leaving Doctor Strange in the Multiverse of Madness. You know what that needs? If only I had a soundboard. Wait, fuck you. Visit the GoFundMe link at the uh, bottom of the page. Drop a link below if you know someone. GoFundMe for Nick's fucking funeral. Trying to cross my legs. I'll add some flair. Um... Yeah, so that uh, that's exciting that um, he's involved there because and Scott Derrickson. Yeah, um, it's it. I, I'm sure it's going to be fantastic. Absolutely. Um, and then one of the other bigger stories um, that also came out recently was Mindhunter has halted production. I saw that. I was very mm. upset by that. If only they could just you know get their shit together and do it really quick before the contracts expire. And... Right. Which ha- I, I think yeah. the contracts have expired at this they point. They have. Right? Yeah. I mean, I, I was reading into it, and I, I I respect the decision by everyone to to handle it because mm. um, uh, the executive producer, uh, Fight Club, Dalton, director, David Fincher. David Fincher. Mm. He's uh, working on a Netflix movie, and also he's an executive producer over Love, Death, and Robots. Oh, yeah. Which I watched. Yeah. When um, I like broke my neck, and I couldn't move. I watched all eighteen. I've episodes. seen. I've seen three of them. It's pretty funny. I just haven't gotten the chance to go back and mm-hmm. watch it yet. But I guess he's an executive producer on that. Is working okay. on the second season. Okay. And is like, I'm doing all this stuff, which is halting their production, which is preventing those actors from getting to do other stuff that they want to do. Mm-hmm. So I didn't think that was fair. So I guess everything just kind of—at least that's yeah. the PR statement. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I I have not watched that show. I watched one episode of it, um, and it didn't really grab me. But um, I do know Jonathan Groff. It's a very on that it's show. a very dry show. Yeah, but it's very engaging if mm. you're into that sort of mm-hmm. topic and like serial killers and mm-hmm. everything like that. Um, 
Yeah, I I, I know. Uh, I do find that I, I think I find true true crime stuff mm-hmm. interesting, but more documentary style, yeah. um, and rather than dramatization. Um, but I know Jonathan Groff from a whole bunch of Broadway stuff and Frozen, Frozen Two. Yeah, that's right. He has it, the best song in Frozen Two. Yeah, I was just about to bring that ballad yeah. up. Um, Power ballad. <laughs> um, but yeah, so that's that's kind of sad that uh, that situation kind of put a couple people out of work. Mm-hmm. Um, but. Hopefully it gets picked back up somewhere. That is, baby. Yep. Yep. Um, all right. So. Um, <laughs> um, so next up, um, I think we should definitely address the Golden Globe winners. Yeah, absolutely. Because um, that's another huge news item that happened this month. Um, so I think I'll just kind of go through the uh, the television awards. Yeah. Um, and Honestly, I'd say just say the, the the award and then the winner. Yeah, Probably yeah, yeah. Need to go through and everyone's like, all right, nominated. How dare you? They were all nominated for a reason. If you'd like to, we can. I'm kidding. I'm not going to do that. <laughs> That's a two shields idea. Two shields idea. <laughs> you have uh, a sword and twizzle. <laughs> so stupid. <laughs> but the more we use it, the more I like it. Yeah. <laughs> We're going to use it ironically, and then it's just going to catch on. Yeah. <laughs> That's what's going to happen. Um, all right. So the um, best performance by an actor in a television series went to um, Rami Youssef in... Is that how you say his name? Rami? Um, for the show Rami, mm-hmm. um, which I have not watched. I have not either, um, but I felt like a lot of people were shocked by that. Yeah. Just given the... The names that were also nominated. Yeah, and he uh, he made a joke actually uh, when he was up there, and he's like, "A lot of people are wondering who is that." <laughs> I, I don't have a speech because I didn't think I don't. Yeah. yeah. Um, but uh, followed thereafter by best performance by an actress in a television series, and that went to Phoebe Waller Bridge for Fleabag, which that, I, I am so excited words. about. Yeah, and it's, it is so so good. Um, which uh, we'll actually talk about it again in a little bit here um but phoebe waller bridge actually started that show as um as a one-woman theatrical production um at the national theater in london um which there's a filmed version of it if you ever get to see it it's excellent so from a one-woman show Mm -hmm. to a movie uh no or a movie, a film. Someone recorded the one woman show. Correct, correct. Okay, um, yeah, it's um, they show. filmed the they filmed her doing it on stage, um, and then that transitioned into the TV series. So the the idea of her kind of talking to the audience, like she does in the TV show, came show. from yeah. the the fact so that she did it on stage. Yeah. yeah, exactly. Um, I know theater terms. <laughs> so that's one of my favorite soliloquies. Yeah, it's just it's such a fun word. Soliloquy. Yeah. Very, I feel like it's very Shakespearean. Right? <laughs> Soliloquy. Um, so, Indubitably. Uh, <laughs> that's another one of my favorite words. Indubitably. Um, best performance by an actor in a television series. Rami for Rami. <laughs> you know what I've realized? That first one was for musical or comedy. I forgot to mention that. Um, also... Uh, Phoebe Wallbridge won that for musical or comedy series. Ah, um, I forgot to divide these up. Yeah. Um, gotcha. So, best performance by an actor in a television series drama um, went to Brian Cox for Succession, which go you watch that. Watch show. Succession. Five horses. Brian Cox is good. So good. Five horses. I thought it was shields. I don't. I'm. What's better than a shield? A horse, I think. Yeah. yeah. A so castle. 
five holy grails. My kingdom for a horse? Talking about Shakespeare. <laughs> you egg. <laughs> Exit pursued by a bear. Don't uh, bite your thumb at me. You bit your thumb at me. <laughs> I bite my thumb at you, sir. You bite your thumb at me? I bite my thumb at you. <laughs> um, but Brian Cox. Shakespeare uh, in the park, folks. Check us out. <laughs> God, uh, <laughs> I like Brian Cox. He's a good actor. Yes, yes, and he is excellent in Succession, um, particularly the first season. But um, but also he he was just a powerhouse in the second season. Yeah, um, which this award was for the second season. Um, the uh, the best performance by an actress in a television series drama went to Olivia Coleman for The Crown, She's good. which she has won. This is it's her year. Yeah, and, and a half. She's Jeez. she's won a couple of awards for playing queens. Did now. she win an Didn't Oscar? she win for yeah. uh, for the favorite? You're goddamn yeah. right, she did. Yes. That was ah. that movie was excellent, and she is excellent. Was that lead or supporting for the lead, Oscar? Lead. That was lead. lead. Yeah. Good for her. Um, yeah. So she she's she's amazing. She is also in Fleabag. Um, she plays okay. Phoebe Waller Bridge's uh, mother in law, um, and she she oh she plays a royal. <laughs> she plays a royal bitch. In that <laughs> <show>. <laughs> 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 Uh, the you know, and it's interesting that uh, th- that was also a huge category as well. I mean, we had Jennifer Aniston, um, Jodie Comer, who was in Killing Eve. I don't know if you've seen that show, but excellent. Um, Nicole Kidman and Reese Witherspoon. So like huge movie stars in a well, television didn't, category. Um, didn't uh, Jennifer Aniston just win the SAG last night for um, Best Actress? I think so. I think so. Yes, for uh, yeah. for the morning show. Um, the best performance by an actor in a limited series or motion picture made for television. What a mouthful. Um, but that went to Russell Crowe for The Loudest Voice, okay. which I have never heard of. But I saw a clip Russell of it last Crow's night. Russell Crowe is always great, though. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, unless he's in Les Mis, uh singing Javert. Uh, I disagree. Him and Hugh Jackman singing and fighting with wooden planks. Peak cinema. They destroyed that score. Peak cinema. Peak cinema. I say a horse's ass. <laughs> Maybe even the Javert eight six seven five three zero nine. That didn't sound right. <laughs> I was very proud of that. Joke. <laughs> That's a W. That's a dub. What? 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 It's the bit calculator. People listening to this on uh, on a podcast are gonna be like these goddamn sound effects. <laughs> they're, they're gonna think you have a soundboard. I, I hope they I don't hope know any different. Good. They yeah. can't see us. <laughs> what a great soundboard, Nick! Thank you. It's new. <laughs> My producer bought it for me. <laughs> um, but the uh, the best performance by an actress in a limited series or motion picture made for television went to Michelle Williams for Fosse Verdon, which I was very excited about. Um, sorry, no, it's the tennis player. What's yeah, she, she yeah, she's she's the love interest in Venom. Oh, yeah. she was in Venom. She, Venom. <laughs> we actually talked about that in today's podcast too. Venom. Yep. Well, you talked about Morbius, right? Yeah. No, we talked about Venom. Venom. Tune in the latest episode of the Movie Nights podcast where we discussed the Morbius trailer. Um, in the Venom verse. And Jared Leto's rockin' bod. Uh, <laughs> and Michael Keaton's cameo. Yes. Um, and his rockin' bod. MCU? Spider-Man <laughs> universe? Sony says yes. Brian got a kick out of that one. 
Tune um, in next. No. But I'm super excited about Michelle Williams. Um, yeah, no, she's a great actress. Yeah, because the Fosse Burden series um, was excellent in its own right. Um, <laughs> Sorry. <Hello? laughs> dog or something upstairs. You, you thought that was a dog? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Dogs can be heavy. I know, but it sounded like a human for sure. It's Lizzo. I'm just imagining Lizzo running back and forth. Oh my god, feeling good as hell. Oh man, I love Lizzo so much, you guys. I saw her at the Jingle Ball in uh, in Tampa in in December, and she's just fucking fantastic. I want to call that an L, but it's it's a W. It's a W. It's a dub. Yeah. What my Lizzo joke? Yeah. Thank you. <laughs> All right. What's All right. the next award? Um, well, I, oh, you didn't finish. Sorry. Yeah. Yeah. No. Um, Be because, quiet, uh, Lizzo. Yeah. <laughs> Juice. <laughs> I'm just saying song titles. <laughs> All V on my shoes. Okay. Oh, God. I do love that song. It's a great song. Um, we heard Harry Styles cover it. Yes. It's pretty good. Yes. I hear, pretty, oh, pretty, pretty good. Harry Styles is it, pretty, pretty good. I give it three good. swords. Okay. Yeah? Yeah. We have no clear meaning on what these no. swords mean. No. It's like uh, it's like galleons and yeah. that kind of stuff in Harry Potter. I'm like, I have no idea what the exchange is. Do swords and here. shields have the same meaning? I don't know. No, neither do but I. We're going to go on this journey. What is a together. horse worth? A kingdom. Shakespeare. Uh, but Michelle Williams, um, as I was saying, it was very exciting um, as a. Continue. <laughs> it She's was very. Uh, it was. It was very exciting as a theater person uh-huh. to get to watch um, Fosse Verdon because so many of the characters in that show were actual theatrical figures. Um, so it was really, really cool to get to see that um, and Michelle Williams winning um, for her uh, portrayal of uh, Gwen Verdon is just incredible because she was great so so good what uh, was that on what was that on yeah that channel? was on fx um which i really love what fx is doing they they i think so they're gonna be on hulu now yes yeah, yeah. it's like march or something mm-hmm, mm-hmm. um but fx i think really has mastered the mentality of uh quality over quantity mm-hmm. absolutely um, except for american horror story um but you know no, I haven't watched is, it, but I've, I've heard. That is yeah. what it is, yeah. Um, but other than that, all They're of kind of walking deading themselves. Yeah. Uh, which season 10 just aired, and they just got renewed through season 13. So. As did Walking Dead, I think. Jesus Christ. Um, but um, but yeah, I, I think FX is doing really well with their originals. Like, they, whenever they put on a new one, it's just... Yeah, it's, like, it's, it's, it's... They usually nail it. I'm really excited for um, Devs coming up, which has... Um, Ron Swanson. What's his name? Nick Offerman. Nick Offerman. I've not is, heard he has is starring show. in it. Yeah. Devs. Devs. D E V S. I'm not about? really sure what it's about. the The ads are kind of really uh, abstract. I would say devs is like like development people, like software. I, and I I think I heard something about that. What it is, mm-hmm. but the the ads are very abstract. And someone do an IMDb on that. Yeah. Yeah. Devs. Devs. What D-E-V-S what it's about? With Nick Offerman. Yeah. And go back to um, that. Yeah, yeah. Well, yeah. well, our producers looked that up for us. Um, best television limited series or motion picture uh, made. Is, in it. is that what you're looking for? Uh, the plot of the show. Yeah, what it's about. Oh, plot of the show. 
Um, but the best limited series or motion picture made for television went to Chernobyl, which we'll talk about in just a second, it looks like. Yeah, uh, so devs, the plot is a computer engineer uh, investigates the secretive development division in her company, which she believes is behind the disappearance of her boyfriend. Oh, it sounds so like it a sounds drama. Like yeah. drama. Yeah. 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 Interesting. No, nope, I did not. We, we didn't even know what the show was about. You think we have the release date? <laughs> uh, yeah. <laughs> no, I just, thank you for looking that up, Brian. Yeah, 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 thank you. And uh, Alex Garland's in charge of it. Uh, Ex Machina Annihilation. Ooh. Did you see that? So Oscar Isaac's in Ex Machina now? Yeah. Did you guys talk about that on the podcast? No. no. That's confusing. Wait, what do you mean now? He's starring and producing in a movie titled Ex Machina. He already starred and produced in a movie well, called no, Ex Machina. He's he is producing a new movie that's based on either a comic book or a book called Ex Machina, but they're changing the title. So it's not. Uh, okay. So it's, yeah, yeah, gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. It's just funny though. It's very funny. Quick aside though. All right, we're back. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Back to um, the TV. <laughs> yeah. So as I said, uh, best television limited series or motion picture made for television went to Chernobyl. Yes. Which was Chernobyl. Fantastic. That's what I've heard. It was so, so good. Um, Jared Harris. Uh, I Great actor. Yes, and I could not believe that um, that he did not win the best performance by an actor. They're saving uh, it for the Oscar for Morbius. Tune into the Movie Nights podcast where they discuss the Morbius trailer. For uh, Oh, Jared Harris, isn't that? Yeah, he's in it. He's going to mm-hmm. play yeah. That, um, tune into the other podcast to find <laughs> out that information. But finish listening to us first. Yes, absolutely. Uh, do, not, do not click this link here to go to that video. <laughs> Um, but um, but yeah, Chernobyl uh, is Chernobyl is so good that I I mean this might just be the type of person that I am, but Chernobyl is so good that I then went and bought like three books about about Chernobyl, Chernobyl including the one that the creators of the show were inspired by, mm-hmm. um, called Tales from Chernobyl, um, and it's where the the author went and interviewed all the people or all the people she could find um, who lived through the events of it, and it's I mean it's just it's. Chernobyl is so good in that it's it shows how horrific the event was, but it also really dives into the political um, ramifications. I heard of it. it's very dry. Is that it is pretty dry, but um, but an entertaining dry. Yeah, and it it, it really shows how kind of resistant um, the political figures um, were do to. You, do they deliver on the explosion? Yes, it's. You know, because it, it, it was it was an explosion, but it was it was it was more of a meltdown than an yeah. explosion. Um, so like, so part of the building does collapse, um, but it's really just like the radiation that's yeah. coming out of it. Um, but they're one of the most really like scary and effective uh, sequences in that show. Um, there's a young man who we've never met him before in the show. He just is um, kind of an everyman, um, and he is pulled in by the government um, to assist the army in going around the exclusion zone, which is what they call the area around the the, the power plant, um, and uh, going around and just killing all of the pets and animals and shooting them because they've been radiated. And so if they were to leave the exclusion zone, they could irradiate other people and other animals. So um, it's just, it's powerful, it's horrific, and it really just kind of uh, is... It's just incredible. That show absolutely deserved that award. Um, so uh, next up was Best Performance by an Actress in a Supporting Role in a Series, Limited Series, or Motion Picture Made for Television. And that went to Patricia Arquette for The Act. 
I saw that. I saw her acceptance speech. Yes. Um, I have not watched the act. I've heard a lot about it, um, which that's the um, Gypsy Rose Lee show, right? Where her, her mom tells her she's sick, which yeah. she's not. Right, right. And that's that's going to be an anthology series, correct? Uh, or that's the intention? Yeah. Um, yeah, so I, I don't have too much to say there because I haven't watched it. Um, but I do have to say I love I love the uh, all these anthology series. Yeah, it's know. a cool concept. You can kind of drop in on a season. They dropped a uh, trailer for the fourth season of Fargo. That's an anthology. Yes! I was, I was disappointed yes! by it, I won't lie. The trailer didn't do much for me. Yeah, me neither, to be honest. But I adore that show, and I've been waiting show. for so long yeah. for a new season. All, all three seasons were fantastic. Yes, yes. So I cannot wait. And Chris Rock is a mobster. I mean, that's what's yeah, me on yeah. more than the trailer itself. Mm-hmm. Um, so I can't wait for that. Yeah. Uh, but, like I was saying, quality over quantity. They make us wait for it, but it's always excellent. Yeah. Um, so the best performance by an actor in a supporting role in a series, limited series, or motion picture made for television went to Stellan Skarsgård for Chernobyl. Ch- Chernobyl. 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 <laughs> Dr. Eric Selvig. Um, yes, yes. Um, but he uh, he killed it. And his, yeah. his exception... There's so many Skarsgårds running around. Yes. Um, In his acceptance I, speech. Sorry. Yes. Yeah. No, I was going to say, and the, the, um, the other two. Not so much Stellan. Sorry, Stellan. The other two are just gorgeous. <laughs> oh, my God. Uh but uh, but Stalin, he made a really funny joke in his acceptance speech where uh, he said that he's been nominated so many times for so many things and that um, he, he never had eyebrows in any of them because he just doesn't have eyebrows. And then in this show, the makeup artist for the show gave him eyebrows and he said, I won. I won with eyebrows. <laughs> um, yeah, it was, it, was, it was pretty funny. Um, but the, um, the best television series drama went to Succession. Which I you support wholeheartedly yeah. agree with. Um, it was up against some really strong contenders like Big Little Lies, The Crown, Killing Eve, and The Morning Show. But um, Succession, I think, was just far and away superior yeah. to all those shows. Um, best television series, musical, or comedy went to Fleabag. Which, Shocker. Yeah, which I'm super excited yeah. for Phoebe Waller-Bridge. Um, the, the end of the second season kind of leaves it as a series finale. But with all of the success she's having... Would love her to do another season. Did Which, she not plan on it? I don't think so. Um, I haven't heard either way, but the finale of the second season really seems like a conclusive ending. Mm-hmm. Um, so we'll see. I hope she makes more. If she doesn't, it's fine. It can. So go on to do other projects. Yeah, that'll yeah, be yeah, equally as good. I'm it, sure if she's that talented. Yeah, absolutely. And I mean, and clearly she's a talented actress, but she's also she's been writing stuff for yeah. television for a long time. Um, so I'm. Really excited that she's getting this recognition. Um, but again, some really strong contenders in that category. Barry, the Kaminsky Method, The Marvelous Mrs. Basil, and The Politician. Barry and The Kaminsky Method are both fantastic shows. I've not watched The Kaminsky Method. And fantastic. actually, yeah, you're not I, the first person to tell me that. My, my I, mom told me that it was really I just good. I love Michael Douglas and uh, Alan Arkin. Yeah, so. and that's, that's about an acting teacher, right? Yeah. Yeah. So. And then Alan Arkin plays his producer. Okay, yeah. I or not producer, want... his like... Uh, Manager. Sorry. Oh, okay. Okay. Um, yeah, it's definitely, that's one I'm going to want to check out. I just yeah. haven't had a chance to. Um, but, and where can I find that? Netflix. Netflix. Netflix okay. original. Oh, excellent. Two seasons. Two seasons. Excellent. Two seasons. Excellent. <laughs> All right. Well, now I think it's time for us to dive into uh, what we said we were going to talk about before. Yes. The top 10 of the decade. Yes, indeed. I don't know why mine is so high pitched. It's because I'm gay. <laughs> Honestly, that's a 
joke was just hanging there. I was like, is he gonna do it? Is he gonna do it? Alright, it was that's the first time in joke history where it was low hanging fruit and it's still a W. Yeah, that's a W. <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah. You you teed it up, but I couldn't I couldn't swing that bad I <laughs> Couldn't swing that way? Nope. <laughs> This I'm really episode, going for the episode, LGBT demographic. This episode is titled Double Entendre. <laughs> um, all right, so how do you want to do this? Do you want to list yours, or do you want to go back and forth? Uh, whatever you think. What do you What do you want to do? <laughs> Just loft it up there and I said, you decide. You decide. Um, I don't make decisions. Let's, let's go back and forth, because that uh, way I, I... Are yours in any order? No. Mine are not either. Okay. Yeah. Because I, I, it was kind of hard for me to yeah. delineate. See, what I, what I want to preface is with some of my shows mm. is that they may have started in the previous decade, but they also had a good majority of their stuff in the current decade. Which I think is fair. Yeah. Yeah. It was hard to find something that started and ended like right. perfectly in that. But, right. Which is um, actually... That's all 2015. Watch yourself. R- we'll I- get to that. R.I.P. Spoiler alert for my list. Yeah. Right, yeah. Um, uh, so yeah, let's go back and forth because that way, if we, if, I, yeah. I think looking at your list, we had one overlap. That's probably accurate. <laughs> but um, I'll let you know if we get to it. Yeah, it's actually at the top of my list, so maybe we can talk about it. Cool. Um, but we'll just start off right at the top. Uh, Game of Thrones. That is on my list. What a cool incident. Yeah, I think that was kind of unavoidably going to end up on the. Uh, top 10 of the decade just because of uh its influence i think yeah um, it, great show yeah it, it's just great it, not last season right rest of the show fantastic. yeah kind of yeah. drove itself into the well it didn't drive itself i mean just the impact it was the most pirated tv show like it had all this like <laughs> what everyone, a record. Was, everyone was talking about it at the water coolers at work the other day the next yeah. day if those exist exactly um yeah. you know one of the Moments that kind of struck me um, with how influential and how big that show had become and how, how much of a cultural impact it was having was during the Orlando Fringe Festival last year, um, the International Theater Festival, um, we had a performance of Mean Gays, um, and it was the Sunday night of the finale mm-hmm. of Game of Thrones. It started the, the exact same. Yes. Um, and so we, we had sold out all of our other performances of Mean Gays, and that show... Um, up to about an hour before the performance, we had like half a house sold. Yeah, because no one wanted to come see the show because they all wanted to go watch. Yeah, to watch it live. Yeah. yeah, and never in my life before had I seen a piece of art in one medium so affect so directly affecting another one, a completely different medium that has nothing to do with it. Yeah, so it was just it was it so was, the impact. It's good majority of the population, right? Right, fifty percent apparently. <laughs> Thanos would be happy. Yeah. I am inevitable. Um, Perfectly balanced as all things should be. <laughs> um, but yeah, so that 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 really blew my mind yeah. and and reinforced to me how influential the show is. And and I think it was, I mean, that was not by any means HBO's first big hit, but I think it was by far and away their biggest tentpole show yeah. that they ever had. Um, because and I I don't know the facts and figures on this, but I remember seeing that their subscriptions for HBO now and Dropped HBO off. Go yeah. like were on um, just because we were. They don't really have. I mean, they had like Silicon Valley. They had like Curb Your Enthusiasm, but yeah. aside from that, it was just kind of like yeah, it was, just shows existing. They had a lot of the movies on there. That was really their big thing. Right, right. Yeah. Um, but yeah, without a doubt, it, uh, Game of Thrones has has been. <laughs> The I, I would I would venture to say the most influential 
television event yeah. of the decade. It's just a cultural phenomenon. Yeah. 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 The, yeah, the definition of a phenomenon. Um, all right. So I think that uh, that kind of wraps up what I have to say about yeah, Game of Thrones. Yeah. Kind of, you know, worshipping it. <laughs> um, but uh, yeah. Um, let's uh, let's yeah. take one off your list. Uh, one off my list was Community. Mm. If you ever watched that. So this is one that I did not see. No. But, um, but I... I've heard of it, of course, but um, it, it's but, it's a great show. It was just uh, the concept. Did we have to stop? Oh, okay. um, Community was just it changed the formula of what a sitcom could be. Okay, because like the writers behind it were uh, like the Russo brothers, who went on to okay. be in the MCU. Of and, course, uh, the main, I believe, the head of it all was Dan Harmon, okay. who is the head of Rick and Morty. So just all it was a great said. ensemble with you know you had Joel McHale who's hysterical right uh, there's uh, uh, Childish Gambit Donald Glover yes who's absolutely fantastic I like just started watching Atlanta and it's really good I've heard good things about yeah. that um, Jillian Jacobs uh, the guy who plays Abed I'm terrible with names um, and then of course Alice no, yeah Chevy Chase plays <laughs> Abed um, and of course Allison Brie who's yes. perfect. Um, but it was just so different that it didn't really catch on. Uh-huh. And then people discovered it later. Okay. Okay. But just really intuitive episodes, not like your typical laugh track. Mm-hmm. They had episodes where it was campus-wide paintball games and just ridiculous uh-huh. stuff like that. I love uh, that. There's a dean on the show who is very flamboyant and cross-dresses a lot, but is I mean, it's me. probably one of the funniest comedic performances of the decade, I uh-huh. would say. <laughs> Just he he's hysterical. Wow. Yeah, uh, wow. Ken Jeong was on it. Okay, for a bit there, uh, he plays a Spanish teacher. Think about that one for a minute. Yep. Yeah. So I mean, that's just really that's the whole vibe of the show, and it's okay. just fantastic. Awesome. And um, where can that be streamed? Hulu. Hulu. Okay. Hulu. Yes, right. Give I'll it a check watch. That out. Um, so on a scale of um, swords, shields, and horses, where does that fall? What's what was top? Um, horses, five horses. Five, five horses for this kingdom. <laughs> Fantastic. I'm feeling this wine right now. <laughs> I just turned and I was like, Ooh, Ooh. hello. All um, right, what's next on your list? Next on my list is, um, now this may be stereotypical, but uh, I have RuPaul's Drag Race on there. Okay. Um, and I have it on there because, not just because I love it, and it's near and dear to my heart, um, but it has a, it, it's had a huge cultural impact. That it's just it's undeniable. It moved gay culture mainstream mm-hmm. because gay culture has always kind of been on the fringe of pop culture. Um, sometimes things um, have been taken and you pulled into mainstream culture um kind of things well, like like our community the yeah, cross dressing yeah. yeah yeah and like you know hearing hearing things like yes queen and stuff like that um which gay men did take from black women mm-hmm. um but then it trickles into the mainstream little by little um but this show played a huge part in in moving that culture mainstream um the move from of the show from logo to VH1 mm-hmm. is Big. a prime example. Yeah, um, that really showed that 
yeah, like people were ready to see this on not such an obscure television channel. I mean, like we were saying before, Logo was the gay TV channel, Batman and Robin. Oh, well, he only played Batman and Robin. (laughs) Um, But it it moved over to VH1. And then from there, it's had, I mean, we're on, we're, we're fixing to see season 12 this year. But yeah, it's, um, it's just, it's had a huge cultural impact. And we're we're going into season 12 this year. Um, We've had four seasons of All Stars. Um, we're going to be getting an Australian drag race this year. We're going to be getting a Canadian drag race this year. We just had drag a drag race down under. We just had a drag race UK at the end of 2019. It's it's just exploding, and I'm so excited because it just it's it's bringing gay culture mainstream. And I think with gay culture, and, and I mean I think um, society in general is moving towards a much more accepting standpoint. Yeah. But I think the moving of our culture to a more mainstream position is going to bring with it more acceptance. Mm-hmm. Um, along, whoops. Uh, along with that. So I'm, I'm just really excited. And I think, I think the show has, has helped just yeah. immensely. Um, really quickly on the flip side, um, Jasmine Masters, the drag queen from that show, uh, makes this joke say, that says, RuPaul's Drag Race done fucked up drag. Um, and uh, and she says that because now whenever people go to um, local gay bars to see drag shows, a lot of times they're expecting the level of performance that they see on RuPaul's Drag Race. Mm-hmm. And the queens on RuPaul's Drag Race have tons of money um, and access to tons of resources that a lot of local queens don't have. And so it's kind of occasionally hurting local queens instead of hurting them um prime example um one of my friends used to host drag race watch parties at the local gay bar and um everyone would come to watch the show and then she would have her show her performance right after Mm -hmm. but when the show ended everyone would leave and not stay for her show yeah so it's just you know it's a give and take but i think societally it's a positive positive. (laughs) yeah overall Uh, positive yeah, yeah yeah exactly so um now that we've had that uh that humanities lesson. Let's <laughs> um, <laughs> hear what you've got next. Oh boy, let me pick a good one to follow up on that <laughs> one. Well, following up on that, uh, Rick and Morty. Hey! Uh, from the minds that brought you community comes Rick and Morty. <laughs> just getting both out of the way here. Yeah. Uh, Rick and Morty is just a fantastic comedy show. It is smartly written. I know that's the meme to say that it's smartly written, but it's really funny. Big brain. And it's not even that, really. <laughs> like, it's just a high concept of... Com- much like Community. Yeah. They were just, like, the s- campus-wide paintball games and all this stuff. They were just able to animate whatever the hell they want, so yep. they're going to go crazy with it. Yeah. And it's just... It's a great show, and it started all these different trends and people prying for the new episodes and them bringing back a sauce that McDonald's never thought would have seen the light of day again yeah like it, it has a cultural impact and mm-hmm. you can't deny that make fun of people who watch it or whatever mm-hmm. if you will but did you go see the uh, rickmobile when it came through Orlando? i did not i did get chef swan sauce though <laughs> i went i went up because i knew it was like this whole thing you had to wait in line so i was like ah, let me just let me just go uh and there was a huge line so then i left so i'm not waiting in this for this sauce uh-huh. so i go back like uh like two weeks later and I'm just walking in, and I'd already eaten dinner at this point. I went up, I'm like, do you have any Szechuan sauce left? They're like, yeah, you want some? I'm like, yeah, what do I have to get? Because they were promoting their uh, McDonald's tenders again. 
okay. And you had to get like an eight piece of that, which was like oh six God. bucks. And I'm like, do I have to get that? And they're like, they can get whatever you want. I said, cool, four piece nuggets. All right, cool. And I got that, and it was very good. I if if it was on the menu, I would get it consistently. Oh. That is my with hot your uh, as Baby Yoda would say, with your chicky nuggies. My chicky nuggies. <laughs> Indeed, it's impeccable. The flavor of the chicken nuggets, the chef's swan sauce, had a tangy flat. <laughs> anyway, that's my thoughts on Rick and Morty. Snake Jazz is fantastic. <laughs> that is one of the best jokes that show has written. I agree. I agree. Uh, uh, any thoughts on Rick and Morty? Or- um, no, I, I agree with what you're saying. Yeah. It didn't make my list, but I agree that it's. I mean, it's just high concept animated comedy. Yeah. And it, it it's hilarious, and the, I mean, the prime example of the the high concept, like the Death Crystal, yeah. In, in this in this season, I I respect that they're making the show they want to make yeah, instead exactly. of making what the fans want it to be. Exactly, and they're taking the time to do it too. Yeah, absolutely. Which I mean is kind of like, uh, give us more. But when they do, make it's it, worth it. It's, yeah. yeah, it's worth the wait. Absolutely. Um, and I I think that makes it even more worthy of a spot. The fact yeah. that they are, again quantity or quality over quantity um so any other thoughts on no, I think that wraps up rick and morty for me okay um so the next on my list was marvel's agents of shield that is a great show that's yes. not on my list but i i do watch that show yeah um so my my reasoning for putting this on the top 10 of the decade um was that it um at least in my lifetime. I don't. I don't know if maybe shows did this in the past before I kind of became aware of pop culture. Um, but for me, it was one of the shows to first really introduce the concept of it's all connected, like the MCU yeah. talked about, um, because events from the movies, um, at, at least before the past couple seasons, affected the events of the show. Yeah, I mean that that whole episode where the ties in a Winter Soldier with Shield being Hydra, right? fantastic yeah and then that and then that changes the entire direction of the series um yeah and i mean i i don't i don't think it's a spoiler at this point to say even having a major character yeah they had a having character show up yeah having been a a hydra agent the entire time um but uh they don't have crossover characters so much i uh sam jackson was in a couple episodes right? uh they had a few they had uh sam jackson as nick fury they they had had, uh um, maria hill uh kobe smolders maria hill and uh they had um was it lady sif oh right i was gonna say the thor movies jamie alexander yes 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 um uh and that was that was immediately following uh the dark world right i think yes um after the events of that yeah um but that to me was just beyond yeah, cool. It was cool. Seeing seeing the events of the movies affect the TV show, um, but then unfortunately, um, Marvel TV and the Marvel movies did have they a rift. They had a fight. Uh, Mommy and Daddy fought exactly, and so we end up with this uh, most previous season mentioning Thanos and or the season beforehand yeah. mentioning Thanos. And then launching every cast member seventy five years. Yeah, and not addressing the snapshot at all yeah or no what did they call it the uh uh the blip that's what they called in far from home yes yeah so they mentioned thanos um as if to kind of and i think get your hopes up yeah Yeah, they talked about something going on in new york and then they just completely dropped well at the time too like the agents of shield wasn't getting renewed right everyone thought that they might have some first stand against thanos and just right and i had heard i think that um because 
uh, Infinity War wasn't out yet, um, they didn't want anything in the show to kind of yeah. give anything away. And they also didn't want any leaks from the cast of the TV show. So I guess I, I think that was where the rift kind of yeah. came from. Um, so unfortunately, it, the the it's all connected has kind of loose. Yeah, yeah, it's it's not really taking place um, anymore. Although, from what I understand, um, so at the end of the last season, I haven't caught up yet. I'm okay. on like episode eight out of the thirteen. Okay, is there a big spoiler? Um, it's it's not a huge. It's not any like a character spoiler. Do it's they, just a setting spoiler. They reference some stuff. They don't reference things. They just... There's a... Vague as possible? There's a time difference. Gotcha. That is absolutely, I hope, going to lead to a character overlap in this new season. Um, okay. And I guess I'll leave it at that. All right. Will I be able to pick up on it? Like, is it... It's oh, pretty... yeah. When you see it, you're going to be like, oh, I know exactly what he was talking about. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah, um, I guess I'm binging five episodes tonight. <laughs> <laughs> um, but uh, but yeah, it's just it. It's been another show that's consistently good. Um, it drags in a couple places, but um, but I mean, like the Ghost Rider arc that they did was just fantastic, awesome. And I loved he was going to get yeah. his own show, and then it got canceled. Yeah. Um, but uh, I yeah. like the whole LMD thing they did last. Yeah, season, last season, two seasons. Ago. Yeah, 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 yeah. I enjoyed it's, that. It's been really excellent. Um, so I, Fitz I Simmons just, is one of the best TV couples to ever exist. Incredible. Yeah. Their their chemistry, those two actors, is Fantastic. just yeah. It's just it's excellent. And like whether they're being loving with one another or having an argument, like yeah. it's just it's so it, engaging. It bothers. To watch. Yeah. Like I get sad if they're fighting. Yes. Yeah. Absolutely. Um, but uh, yeah, it's it's just it's one of those shows definitely belongs in the top ten of the decade. I think in terms of um, everything. Yep. In terms of everything. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> um, all right. So what do you have next on yours? Uh, next on mine, I have Sons of Anarchy, the motorcycle show. Yes. Broom, broom. Charlie Hunnam? Charlie Hunnam. Yeah. Okay. Um, I Ron Perlman it, there. But yeah. I know who he is because he's handsome. <laughs> <laughs> Fair enough. But also, because yeah. uh, was it Papillon he was in last year? The remake? What? Charlie Hannah was he in uh, Papillon with uh... no he was in Narcos no that was in that was uh, him that was uh... he was in uh, Charlie Hunnam was in uh, Lost City Z yeah. King Arthur King that's a great movie King Arthur yes that'd be a good episode of, of your podcast just <laughs> talk about all about King Arthur <laughs> I'd be down we brought it up earlier didn't we yeah. Yeah. did you yeah, yeah. tune in last week <laughs> what the hell I searched the name of Papillon and I just need to show everybody. Um, it's the name of the movie that I was trying to find. But these these are the results that have come up. Dog. It's a puppy. And I can't say that I'm disappointed. What did you say, Papillon? Yeah. Yeah, Ooh, uh, yeah 2017. That was him, right? Yeah. Okay. He's naked in that movie. <laughs> I'm glad I wrote that one. <laughs> same, same year as King Arthur, I might I did not. I did not. I did not know where that story was going. I could tell you that's not where I thought it was going to end. Uh, <laughs> Sorry, of I completely. Did no, that you're over. fine. He's naked at Sons Anarchy too. Gotta watch it. <laughs> just went to the top of my watch list. <laughs> um, no, it's just a very intense show, and I thought it was just very well made mm-hmm. and well acted. There were major character deaths all the time that always felt 
justified and not not justified but like cohesive to the story yeah. not just like for the sense of killing a major character yeah yeah it didn't seem gratuitous no not at, well i mean they were gratuitous but right but i mean but not but just not the violence the violence and the anger and i have never been a part of a motorcycle club nor do i know anything about it other than what i know from the show well funny because i actually know <laughs> yeah <laughs> me and the hell's angels. Yeah. Me and the boys. Um, oh my. <laughs> get it together there. That's what I get for trying to be straight. <laughs> I was going to make the joke to beat me by a second. Um, I think we're there. I think you can do it. Um, Permission granted. Perfect. You heard it here first, folks. It's on film. This will hold up in a court of law. Um, no, but just, and the violence in it was very real, I felt like, mm-hmm. and just the lengths that they would go to and just the family aspects of it was just mm-hmm. fantastic. Wonderfully acted. Yeah. That's, um, that's one of the ones I hear a lot about and that, that was FX, right? Yeah. I haven't got the chance to watch the spinoff of the, this, this other group called that's, the Mayans. That's right. I've that's not right. had the chance to watch that. So yet. is that another gang or? Yeah. They're group? actually in the show a lot. Oh, okay. They're like. So it's their rival story. gang. Uh, okay. I think it takes place a little bit before the show. Okay. But I, I guess some characters have crossed. I've heard. But like, I know like the main guy is one of the main mind guys in the okay. show. So sweet. Yeah. Cool. cool. Awesome. Um, again, that's FX. Quality, quality, quality. I will sing the praises of that station forever. They're just so good. Um, all right. So next for me was um, Black Mirror. I've not watched that. Um, so good, so good. If you have any remote interest in sci-fi, mm-hmm. check it out. Um, I uh, put it on here because it uh, it became a hit uh, after being put on Netflix. Yeah, um, I forget where uh, where it originally UK, came from. right? Wasn't yeah. it? Yeah. Um, so I think it started on BBC. I, yeah. Although I'm not sure. I, I think that's I the only channel they have. Up yeah. there. I know it was British, yeah. um, but any it, it was put on Netflix, um, and then it gained a lot of traction there. And then actually, Netflix picked it up, and subsequently, um, okay. premier, what is happening? <laughs> Ryan's just laughing over there. Uh, it, they then subsequently produced yeah. two more seasons, um, or maybe three more. I don't remember, but it uh, it is a oh, notification. Go away, news. Silence your cell phones. We're recording. I don't need to know about the news. We're talking about the news. <laughs> TV news. Um, Quiet on set. Uh, but Black Mirror made it onto my list because it really impressed me with kind of a unflinching look at how technology... Was that, was that too pretentious? No. no. <laughs> I'm just watching Ryan. I think Ryan needs to not work my camera. What am I doing? <laughs> You're just like... You did, you did work my camera last time, didn't you? Yeah. I work both of you very well. He does. Wah, wah, wah. I love my husband. I'll give it a draw. <laughs> so that, was, that was a draw. That was a draw. Uh, <laughs> Don't stop opening. <laughs> Can open worms everywhere. <laughs> the Muppets, but we'll get to that in a moment. <laughs> Cut uh, this too. <laughs> um. Oh, this episode's going to be 15 minutes. <laughs> <laughs> I believe it. Um, but no, Black Mirror. Uh, it, Channels. It... <laughs> 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 
Yes, Black Mirror. Uh, it really is very impressive with its unflinching kind of look at technology and the way it affects humans. Um, and a lot of the episodes actually like have kind of horribly depressing endings. Um, Isn't the which, first one like the mayor has to like yeah, sleep with a sheep or a pig? A or pig, something? Yeah. yeah. He's he's being blackmailed um, yeah. into blackmailed on Black Mirror. Yeah. Having sexual relations with a pig. Yeah. Bestiality. Yeah. We don't like that. <laughs> <laughs> I shouldn't have done that. Some <laughs> <laughs> nightmares are made of. Um, I've heard to, to the saying, "Oh, babe." I've heard to skip the first, the first episode, the first yeah, season. I mean, it's well, well, no, I wouldn't do that. Okay. Um, it, it's all very good. Um, it's just the, the first season. I would suggest not sitting there and watching a lot of them at once because it will kind of put you in a funk. Um, but it it's it's really excellent mm-hmm. television. Um, and then they went from a lot of British actors in the first season to when Netflix picked them up, they then had um, some American ac- actors like Bryce Dallas Howard actually stars in one of my favorite episodes called Nosedive. Uh, I heard that she was on an episode. Yeah, yeah, and it's it's really really good, and that's kind of a. Uh, a, I'm just looking something up for my next thing. No, it's continue. Really, it's fine. Um, <laughs> um, but that that's a uh, a play on uh, how social media affects society. Uh, and yeah, it's just it's really really great. Um, the past Haley Atwell was in the first season, wasn't she? Yes, for a bit? yes, she yeah. was. Yeah. Um, and the other thing is that it's an anthology series, so not only do the seasons not have anything to do with each other, the but episodes. each episode is just its own short story, which is really cool. They're like an hour long, right? Are they? Yeah, yeah, yeah just about. Some of them are a little bit longer. Um, is the Bryce Dallas Howard one the best one? Um, I, it's really hard to say because there are some really, really good ones. Like there's one called White Bear that the it's it's a good episode in and of itself, but then the last minute of it just changes your whole perspective on the episode and makes it I like that, that much better. It's just like last minute you're just left with something and then yeah. ends you're just like what? What? Exactly. What? Yeah. Yeah and that is Black Mirror so you should absolutely check it out. Um, but yeah it's it's just really incredible television so made my list. Good. Yeah. I'll have to yeah. check that out. Yeah absolutely. Um, should I start that, with the Bryce Dallas Howard one? I, I would just say Jules, start those words there. Should <laughs> I start with the Bryce Dallas Howard episode? Um I, I, it's a good introduction to okay. it. Um, See, like, my thing is, like, with stuff like that, uh-huh. I, I still am much in that episodic formula in yeah. my mind that I would probably start from the beginning and watch yeah. them all in order, even though they have no order. Right, yeah, and you don't have to sequentially watch them, but... I, I probably uh, would. Yeah, I, and, just, which, I mean, yeah. it gives you it gives you kind of a yeah. preset order. I would say probably start with the Bryce Dallas Howard one um, because, you know, she's a familiar face. Yeah. Um, and uh, it's a really, really good episode. Um, and then you can go back and kind of get go back into the more point. kind of weird ones. Kind of like how, like, with the Weeping Angels Doctor, it's a good introductory episode, and then you go back and you understand everything. Exactly, else. exactly. Gotcha. Yeah. Why don't you give me the uh, next item on your list? <laughs> <laughs> we can only play four seconds of that song. Brilliant. <laughs> we'll probably still get banned. Oh, God. Is that really on your list of the best of the decade? Yeah. Oh, okay. All right, you know what? Just go. Yep, yep. I was going to say, all right, please explain. The floor is yours. Just check it off that I'm talking about it. <clears throat> I'm going to back up for my mic and yeah. let you go. Um, what started off as 
a cultural phenomenon, much like Game of Thrones, was Walking Dead. I felt like it got people excited, and it was at a time when zombies were kind of like, no one was doing anything with them. So it was just like, let's let's bring zombies in. Mm-hmm. And they did. And it was solid there. They had a great run there for a few seasons. Mm-hmm. And then it kind of tailed off, but I still love it for what it's worth. So while it may critically not be one of the best shows of the decade, I personally still enjoyed the show. Yeah, and you're you're absolutely right. Those first couple seasons yeah. were really incredible. The first television. like four seasons are absolutely fantastic. I would honestly say season five too. Yeah. Um. the The season after the the all out war plotline. Um. Yes. When after, um. I think it's far enough away that I can say this. After they've defeated Negan, um, mm-hmm. what is that next season? What what number season is that? That is um, because a great that question. that's what that is. Yeah, I think that's nine. That is when I gave up. Um, so you gave up, yeah. Once there was just kind of nothing going on. Yeah, yeah, and, Negan and was it such very an... much was nothing going on. Yeah. Oh, I'm sorry. They are on mid season hiatus. Not oh. season hiatus, to okay. clarify my statement from before. Uh, they ended that at the end of season eight. So going into season nine. Oh, okay, when, so that's when I stopped. Yeah, season nine. So you're season and a half behind. Okay. Honestly, though, like the first half I'm is, not going to catch up. <laughs> yeah. Honestly, it's it's been solid. Yeah, really? I Yeah, the whole All Out War storyline and me and that was very poorly done. Yeah, very much so. But Did after you read the this, comics? Uh, I have. I actually am at the point where Negan kills uh, Glenn in the comics. Okay. Spoilers. Um, so that's about as far as I'm got. So I haven't even really gotten to like the all-out war mm-hmm. plot in the comic. But like the season with the governor were absolutely fantastic. Oh my he was God. a phenomenal when villain. You, when I, the first time I recall watching a television show yeah. and feeling chills, like just feeling my blood run cold. Was when the governor killed Herschel. Yeah, fantastic. In that moment, that whole episode, fantastic. I I never understood the meaning of that phrase, feeling your blood run cold. Yeah, until that moment, I was like, "Oh my god!" They have um, they have these new villains in now, the Whispers. Yes, and they're in the comics. Yes, they're horrifying in the show, and they're fantastic. Yeah, they're scary. Like they're the like the plot line is kind of just like they're stretching it out. You Mm -hmm. can tell at this point, but. The performances that the main alpha and beta are giving are absolutely fantastic. And, you know, you the show works really well mm-hmm. without a leading man. Oh, which, that's right, because Brick is... Yeah, which I did not think it would. Mm-hmm. And I would argue that it works better. Because I felt like they, just, they, they didn't know what to do with Rick. Right. So what they did with Rick was fine because it got him out. And now, like, this ensemble with everyone in different locations, like, it just works because it's not like... Okay, Rick's the main character. Right. And now why are we with this other group if Rick's not there? Right, right. And now when you're with the other groups, you're like, okay, well, like, Michonne's there. or Is she still on the show? Uh, yeah, I think she's... Because I heard she's leaving, right? I think she's leaving at the end, sometime at the end of this season. Okay. And I guess Lauren Cohen is Maggie's coming back. Because she left to go do her own show, right? Yeah, and then that got canceled. So she was like, hey, Walking Dead. Guess who's back? For what it's worth, I still like The Walking Dead. And as many seasons... You fool. That- as many seasons as they want to give me is as many seasons as I will watch. That's and, Yeah. You know, and I was interested once they killed Carl. <laughs> Carl! Oh, Carl! Carl! 
And, uh, and, and they killed him right when he was a good character, too. Right. I didn't care about him until that last season. He wasn't season, a shitty child anymore. Yeah. He was fantastic. Uh, that He was John Wick and people left mm, and right. Yeah, and... Oh, oh, my God. Killing trash men. When he lost his eye, man. That, yeah, was, that, was, that was good. That was a panel right that out of the comics. comics. Yeah. Which was excellent. Never got Rick without his hand, but that's fine. Yeah. Maybe in his TV movies. All three of them. Thank you. Uh, what's what's that producer's name? Scott Gimple. Thank you, yeah. Scott Gimple, for what you're doing. The Lord's work. <laughs> um, next. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, all right. So my next one is surprise, surprise, Fleabag. Um, really, I did not think that would make your list. I know, kidding. shocker. Yeah. Um, but Call me Herman Schultz, I'm shocked. Good <laughs> <laughs> That's a Marvel. That's a deep cut. Uh, Fleabag. So, as I mentioned before, it's Phoebe Waller-Bridge's show that she um, started as a one-woman live theater yeah. performance and then made into a television series. Um, it's full of soliloquies and asides to the audience, which is something that I saw in... Um, oh, my God. I guess I've tried to erase him from my head. Kevin uh, Spacey's show. House of Cards. House of Cards, yes. Um, so, that was, that was a device that... It, that, that was teetering on my list and... I, I ultimately decided against it. Yeah, it it was the the device of soliloquies and like talking directly yeah. to the audience. I feel like it was used, it was used very unevenly throughout that show. Like they would go for long, long stretches without using it. Um, then the last season was just like every scene had it. Right. It was awful. Right. Yeah. Um, and actually, I stopped watching the last season. Well, see, the thing about that is like it's that was Robin Wright's show from season two. Right. She right. killed it. And then just this last season when she had the show, it just... Too much of a good thing. Yeah. Um, but uh, Sorry, Fleabag. Yeah, yeah, yeah but um, but I, I really, I just, I made it one of my top ten. Um, honestly, I watched it in September, I think. Mm-hmm. Um, watched both seasons. Um, it's a really short watch. Um, and it jumped onto my top 10 of the decade just because it's so brilliantly done. Um, and because it made that jump from the stage to the small screen so effectively. Mm -hmm. And I mean, it's, you don't have to take my word for it. Look at the awards. It's winning. So it's, it's just on Amazon. Yeah. 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 It's an Amazon original. Um, and it's just incredible. I, I don't know what else I can say about it. Um, other than go check it out. It is so, so funny. It's. I have laughed harder at that show. All right, if you had to tell me to watch Fleabag or Marvelous Mrs. Maisel first, first I first. would say Fleabag because it's a shorter watch, so you can get it out of the way. Okay, and then you can dive into Marvelous Mrs. Maisel because there's a lot more of Mrs. Maisel to watch. Gotcha. There's there's thirty hours of television to watch with Mrs. They're all Maisel. hour long. Yeah, Fleabag's thirty minutes. Um, not even. Some of them are like twenty four. Oh wow. Yeah. Um, and there's only. Um, I think four episodes in each season. Oh, that's nothing. So yeah, I, I watched it like almost in a day. Yeah. Um, but uh, yeah, it's it's so good. I would say start with that because it's a shorter watch. You can get it out of the way and then dive into Maisel. Um, but yeah, Fleabag. Right. So what else do you have? Well, since we did not specify what decade, I'm going back to the 70s. Faulty Towers. I'm kidding, but that is a great show. Check it out on Netflix. Oh, yeah, it's an old British show with one of the Monty Python guys. Oh, what channel? Netflix. What channel was it on? Netflix. <laughs> BBC. 
was on um, originally, I believe, and then it's on Netflix now. Faulty, F-A-W-L-T-Y, Towers. So John Cleese, fantastic. One of my favorite comedies. Um, going back to my actual list, though, uh, Breaking Bad. Ah, okay. Yes. That is that has been on my watches forever and not. Fantastic show. I love Brian Cranston as an actor and mm-hmm. that just really solidified it as well as having a great just ensemble of extra characters that it was just so that was another one that people were just talking about and waiting right. and there were cliffhangers and there was a giant cliffhanger. And then they made you wait six months for it to get, or sorry, a year for it to get resolved. Oh, but like the biggest cliffhanger of the show. And it's just like, it was just so intense and you never knew what was going to happen. Aaron Paul gives a great performance. Mm-hmm. Just the entire cast and show, the writing. Vince Gilligan, they actually had a spinoff movie. El Camino, right? El Camino with uh, uh, Aaron Paul's character. Fantastic movie as well. I really enjoyed it. And it was just a great, great show. Awesome, yeah. My uh, my act, one of my acting professors in school, talked about Brian Cranston's performances Fantastic. in that in that yeah. show constantly, um, just because they're so incredible. So I I need to watch that because I, I what feel if like Mr. Rogers cooked meth. That's basically the show. I think that's how it was pitched initially. Really? Yeah, because yeah. it's it, he's a teacher, right? He's that a chemistry teacher sells meth. Yeah, to but just like pay he was for just, his cancer treatment. Right? Yeah, but he's just chemistry teacher had his. Wife and kid at home and wore sweaters and I think it was like pitched as like what if Mister Rogers cooked meth? Oh my god! Yeah. Wow. Yeah, that's that's a definitely that's a yeah, must watch I for would, me. I would highly recommend because I feel like watching Brian Cranston perform is just a masterclass. Yeah, hundred percent. Yeah. Uh, what was your next show though? Uh, so my next one was Orange is the New Black. Okay. OYTNB. Um, what? OYTNB. Oh yes, yes, yes. I thought I thought you said YIMDB and I was like. Oh. O-I-T-N-B, Orange is the New Black. Yes, yes. That's what it's abbreviated to, as the young kids call it. Yes. Um, so I, I did make a note. It it wasn't the first big Netflix original. That was House of Cards. Yes. Um, but I think, I feel like Orange is the New Black is the original that really, whoa. Um, that Jumps right out at you, yeah, doesn't it? Oh, God. It's like, it hasn't been there the entire time. Um I felt like it was the original that really kick-started Netflix's kind of streak of original content that had people talking. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? It, it became those must-watch shows. Um, and it, it, I, it changed the way, I think, or at least it started to introduce the change in the way that we watch TV mm-hmm. um, in terms of like binging. Yeah. Watching things like that, um, dropping a whole season at once, um, like they did with that. Um, I came across it right before season two um, dropped, mm-hmm. so um, I had never, and that was right when I went to college. Yeah. Um, so I uh, <laughs> had all this time outside of class and no responsibilities, and <laughs> so just binge watch. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, um, no one. That was me with Californication. <laughs> No one to tell me when to go to bed. Um, I watched all, I think it was like 10 seasons, 100 and some episodes over my six-week summer semester. Oh, my God. Yeah. Um, it's a great show. Didn't make my list, though, but it's great. <laughs> um, but, yeah, it, yeah, I think that kind of started the trend of streaming and binging and just changing the way that we consume television as mm-hmm. a medium. Um, and also, I mean, it just ended um, actually in 2019 as well. Um, and... It 
was, I think, one of the first shows that had such a predominantly female cast um, that really told the stories of these women. Mm-hmm. And that's another reason that it's on my list is because it um, it told the story of these marginalized marginalized women um, in such a profound way. Mm-hmm. Um, and there were a couple things that I felt the final season fell short with, um, like Pensatucky's story. I was kind of like, eh. um, but uh, overall, it's just, it's an incredible show. Um, and I really think uh, it, it, if not even because of the content of the show, but because of uh, the, the formatting that it kind of kicked off, um, that it, it deserves to be on the list. Fair enough. Yeah. I've not watched it, but I've heard a lot of people say great things about it. It's really I good. feel like that's a lot of my sayings tonight is just like, I have not watched yeah. it. Yeah. Well, and I yeah. mean, and that, that just goes to show that the shows that we're talking about deserve yeah. to be on there because people are yeah. talking about them. And that says a lot about a show. But um, the season two finale of Orange is the New Black is, to this day, one of the most satisfying television season finales yeah. that I've ever seen. <laughs> watch it. You'll see what I mean. Add it to the list. <laughs> Um, yeah, so what's what's next for you? Uh, next I just had It's Always Sunny in Philadelphia. Uh, you know, consistently funny. And, I mean, <laughs> Our producer yeah. Dalton has been telling me to watch this show for six months. It's fantastic. Sure first met. Yeah. <laughs> Probably day one, knowing him. Yeah. <laughs> and I um, still have not. Um, I, you know, I don't really have much to say on it it's just a really good comedy show that is very well written and has remained consistently funny for 14 seasons Dalton Jesus Christ for all 14 of its seasons again FX quality over quantity they come out once a year with like a 10 episode season I'm pretty sure is what Mm -hmm. the numbers are about and it's just great cast great ensemble great performances Danny DeVito is fantastic as always and that's on Hulu can you watch it on Hulu yeah they took it on they took it off Netflix. It was on Netflix, but it's on Hulu. And then I guess if you have like DirecTV or something, you could do FX now and okay. probably watch most of them. Sweet, sweet, sweet. Yeah, um, yeah that's, that's a definite must watch. Um, or else Dalton would kill me. Yeah, <laughs> that is accurate. Or at least cancel the podcast. We're being held hostage. That'd be a good prank. <laughs> um, so, okay, so that was yours. Yep. So my turn. Um, one that we just mentioned, um, The Good Place. Yes, fantastic. Um, yeah, I it, it made my list um, not only because it's a fantastic show, but um, because I think it is one of the greatest t- twists in modern television. That season one twist. Yeah, no one was ready for that. Yeah, no. And it just totally pivoted the whole show. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it, um, it just... I don't even I don't even know what else to say. It was just yeah. it. Oh, I mean, Michael Sherbs, the guy who did, created that show, he created The uh-huh. Office and Parks and Rec. Like he's been, he plays Moe's on The Office, Dwight's cousin. Okay, yeah, that's okay. Michael Sher. Okay, so, yeah, and just great cast: Kristen Bell, fantastic. Ted yeah. Danson, fantastic. Yeah. Uh, Ted Danson, man. Ted Danson, man. That's Silver Fox. <laughs> he's amazing. <laughs> um, uh, the guy who plays Jason. Huh. Jason. Jason Mendoza from Jacksonville, Florida. Yeah. Duval. <laughs> um, but I do an impression during like every bit. Just stop me next time. No, no. I mean, honestly, I'm the best. <laughs> I get that again? A horse. A horse? A horse. Hey, I get one horse for this whole kingdom that I am building. <laughs> um, 
No, it's a great show. Yeah. yeah. And the, the other thing about it that really impresses me and also put it on this list was the fact that it's such like a, a philosophical study. Yeah. In 20 minute bits. Like. Yeah. Because what of other show... uh, Chidi. Yeah. Yeah, the moral center. And what other show does that? You know what I mean? Like, they they go for such high-minded concepts. Educated, yeah. Exactly. And they they have a really great uh, podcast that accompanies the show. Oh, I didn't know that. Um, Yeah, and it's official. It's by... um, NBC. Yeah, by NBC. Um, And they... they, Not so much anymore, because they've kind of moved away from kind of that lesson a week type Mm -hmm. deal. Um, but they used to break down kind of that philosophical oh, they'd theory. Oh, they depth on it. Yeah, yeah. and kind like of the how the characters dealt with it. Yeah, exactly. That is one of the funniest episodes of that show. Yes. With the blood yeah. just constantly just... Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, that podcast is great as well. Check it out. Um, the I think it's just called The Good Place Podcast. Uh, but that was another thing that I loved so much about mm-hmm. the show is that it's so intellectual. Um, and I think that made it really special, so... Yeah. Definitely deserving of the list. Yeah, absolutely. All right, how about your next one? Uh, next, I have Better Call Saul, which is a Breaking Bad spinoff show. Mm. That I would, I would honestly argue that I like Better Call Saul more than Breaking Bad. Was I? I think I was talking to yeah to to Dalton about that, and I think you you said something similar, right? Yeah, I think we have a pretty good consensus on it. It's just it's tonally different. It's Directed different, stylist. It's just so different. If, if I could like butt in for a second, yeah. To me, no. <laughs> do you want to get closer to the mic? No, no, it's good. Okay. Uh, to me, it's one of the most cinematic shows on television. Absolutely. It honestly, if you take any episode, you would think it was directed by like the Coen Brothers or yeah. something. Just the shots Ooh. they choose and that makes me. Do I need to watch Breaking Bad first? You don't need to, but you'll appreciate the character more. Okay. You'll appreciate the character more, and then other characters show up from Breaking Bad. Okay. That, like, they make, when you watch the show, they do a good job of explaining who they are. Okay. But there's just this underlying menace and excitement or any, whatever the character be, if it's, like, a character you love or a character who's, like, a bad guy, there's just those that underlying tones, like, you know where you're it. getting, yeah. Okay. Um... But it's wonderfully acted mm-hmm. as well. Bob Odenkirk does a fantastic job as that and owns that character. And he's older now playing younger with the make and he okay. looks fantastic yeah. given it. Um there's a great actress in it. Her name's Rhea Seahorn. Rhea Seahorn. Is that the lead female? Yeah. Phenomenal. Her name's uh, the character's name's Kim, I think. Mm-hmm. Uh honestly, in my opinion, always overlook for awards. I think she gives one of the best female performances in a drama series. All right. Yes. Cool. Yeah, that's, I, like I said, Dalton and I were talking about that the other day. And um, that whole, I mean, I guess, universe yeah. I, I need to get into. Yes, um, absolutely. So that's, those are, those are I would say, ones. I would say probably, I would say binge watch Breaking Bad. Mm-hmm. Then do you think you should watch Better Call Saul or should he go right into El Camino? I think you should have watched Better Call Saul first, but if I had the power to watch El Camino after that finale, yeah, I would. <laughs> yeah, but like that, but 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 also I worry that it lacks that immediate aftertaste yeah. of like going right into it. Like I think part of the appeal of El Camino was that it had been so long and no one was yeah. expecting it yeah. that you're like that is true. They it. they just like dropped that out of nowhere, yeah. didn't they? So I personally I would say go watch Better Call Saul okay. and then go into that, but yeah. Fantastic feel, show. Yeah, I feel like I have so much on my watch list. Mm-hmm. And I do too. It just keeps 
coming out and then I'm trying to keep up with the new stuff so then the old stuff gets put on the back burner. Yep. The, the back burner. <laughs> the back burner. I'm um, right with you. It keeps getting put in the back burner and uh, and so it's just it's so hard to keep going on. Yeah. Like this this age no, my of list is so just, much content. My list is just perpetually growing yeah. and I have no sign of catching up to it. Yeah. My manager at work today um, I sidebar I work at a movie theater um, but we were talking about um, some different films and I was like oh, I'll add it to my watch list I'll add it to my watch list and he was like how long is your watch yeah. list and I was like you're like miles. there's, it is there's no watch long. list I'm just telling that to appease you yeah <laughs> it is but yeah my, my it's just there's ridiculous yeah. and the movie list is huge the TV show is huge there's just so much. and there's no time no no time. It does not exist no um, what's next on yours? Next on my list is Crazy Ex-Girlfriend. Okay. Which is a really phenomenal, um, if, you, if you're not familiar with it, it's a really phenomenal little um, musical comedy. Yeah, um, I heard there's like a song every episode. Yeah. In fact, there's multiple. Multiple. Um, not in every episode. Sometimes there's only one. But, um, but Rachel Bloom mm-hmm. um, was a musical theater major in college, and she uh, was a YouTube artist. That wrote um, uh, different, not not parodies, but original songs and um, like, uh, what is the? Uh, I think she she wrote one called "Fuck Me, George Orwell." Um, okay, yeah, and um, just Look. like hilarious, like it's it's just, um, it, it, she's a very very funny lady. Okay, um, and she wrote and starred in the show um, as a woman named Rebecca Bunch who is hopelessly in love with this guy. Um, she moves from New York City to California. She follows this guy, um, but then pretends like she moved to that town for a job. Um, and the whole show is about her um, figuring out relationships, but also that show is one of the best and most honest looks at mental health mm-hmm. and the process of accepting and then getting help. Um, even even though it's it's looked at through a comedy lens and through a musical lens, even um, it's it's so so honest and even brutally so sometimes. Um, and there's there's a song in one episode called "My Diagnosis," mm-hmm. um, which is it's funny and comedic, but it also is about her relief at finally knowing why she reacts to things the way she does, and it's just it's it's really really amazing. Um, but the other thing that really blows me away is that it's, it's essentially a four season long original musical, mm-hmm. uh, because not only do they write all these original songs for all these shows, um, for all these episodes, but then in later episodes, you hear in the underscoring of the show, the other songs, the motifs from, and the melodies from the songs in a scene where like the theme of that song makes sense. So it rewards you for keeping Exactly. And then, like, in the fourth season, they had some short reprises of songs from, like, the first season. And it's just... It, it was just so good. It just continues. Yeah. And it was so, so good. And then they did a special after it ended. Um, it's done? Yes. Um, it... They... I think they chose to end it. Um, I believe so, because they, they were done with the story. Yeah. Um, it only drag it on for so long. Exactly, exactly. Uh, but they did a special after it ended called Yes, It's Really Us Singing, mm-hmm. uh, because the whole cast were singers, and so they did a live concert of them doing songs from the show, singing live, um, and it, it just, it was great. Yeah. And I, I'm sad it's done, but I'm glad it happened. So, yeah. 
So, I understand that. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. Uh, so what's next on your list? Peaky Blinders, Cillian Murphy, Tom Hardy. It's just very well directed, very well acted, very intense storylines, mm-hmm. and it's just overall a great show. Watch it. Listen to your straight friends. <laughs> I'm really going to love if the fact that I said that my straight friends told me about it is not doesn't it. make it in there, and yeah. you just say, listen to your straight friends. <laughs> For context, the audio cut out. He said that all his straight friends tell him to watch this show. He's lying. That never happened. I am not lying. We we have it on video, but not audio. We can read lips. Uh, what's you'll uh, never know what I'm saying. Next on yours. Uh, the next one is Broad City, um, which was a show that was on Comedy Central. Mm-hmm. Um, it starred. Um, Abby Jacobson and Ilana Glazer. Glazer, thank you. Uh, but it, I just every single episode was. I, I've watched a few. It's really funny. Yeah, very funny. Not only is it hilarious, but it's also a really accurate portrayal of what it's like to live in New York City. Mm-hmm. Um, so it, it was just, it was hilarious to watch, but it was also not, kind of nice for me to watch and reminisce yeah. um, about living in the city. Um, one of my absolute favorite things that just sold me on the show was that whenever someone said. Trump's name, they bleeped it out. That's they would let them say like all the other cuss words, but whenever someone said Trump, they bleeped it out. Which I just that's in knowing they're those two, their their comedy that was probably one hundred percent their idea. Yeah. yeah. Oh my god, it's so funny. Um, but yeah, I uh, I can't wait to see a- Abby is doing a uh, um, a show or a series version of a League of Their Own, oh, okay. um, which I think is going to be oh that'll be good. pretty phenomenal that's a great movie. Yeah. Um, but yeah. Right. And so, are you on the last one on your list? I am. Or was that your last one? Uh, I have one more. You have one more? Yeah. All right. Uh, my last one is The Muppets. <laughs> it was... Uh, it was did you a... just say The Muppets? I did say The Muppets. Fuck yes. Oh, it made my top ten of the decade easily. Uh, it came out in 2015 on ABC. It was a just hysterical rendition it was the Muppets so basically the whole premise of the show is Miss Piggy has a late night talk show Mm -hmm. and everyone else runs the show and Kermit is like the head of it essentially Um, and it's just it's blatant adult humor oh yeah like it is not a kid's show in any sense and I don't think anyone was ready to see the Muppets like that I feel like their goal was trying to retain was trying to gain back their old audience who's adults now and not yeah. gain a new one with kids. But I guess they're getting a show on Disney Plus, so that might be geared more toward children. But it was one of the funniest shows I've ever Absolutely. seen. Absolutely. I remember that was Aaron, you said twenty fifteen, right? So twenty fifteen. That was yeah. when I was in college. Um I remember living for every episode of that. Oh yeah. Like, I, used to I, go I, I could not wait house and we'd watch it live. Like yeah. we we were that invested in this show because yeah. it was absolutely hysterical. It was so, so, so yeah. good. Um yeah, I, I I think the some of the vulgarity and the adult humor is part of why it got canceled. Yeah. Um, well, I was I I think that there's uh, a guy named Bill Beretta. Uh-huh. I believe he was like one of the original performers. He was like okay. Swedish Chef and a few of the other ones. But I think he always had more that humor, mm-hmm. and I think he was an executive producer on the show over other people. Okay. Bill Beretta directed um, the Happy Time Murders. Which was that puppet movie that came oh out with God. Melissa McCarthy, yeah, and he was the voice of the main bombed. puppet. Yeah, but that was just I thought it was hard. funny. As that hell. is a suck your dick. <laughs> Children of the Corn. Do I want chili with corn? <laughs> um, <laughs> what a great fucking 
Um, but so I think he just immediately had that humor and then tried to make it the Muppets and was like, that didn't work out. I'm going to go make a hard art Muppet movie. Yeah. And then he did. Oh my God. <laughs> and it's fantastic. Yeah. I love that movie. It is a guilty pleasure. It's so bad. <laughs> FBI, what does that stand for? Fucking big idiot. Um, but yeah, just, so I think that might have been where the disconnect, maybe they gave Bill Beretta too much control on... Not entirely positive. Yeah. Allegedly. Uh, but yeah, that wraps up my list. You got one more. I do. Um, mine is American Horror Story. Okay. Um, so kind of like your Walking Dead. Yes. Um, You're trugging and trudging. Yes. I have yeah. not given up on good old AHS. Um, it definitely is degraded in recent years for sure. Um, but even though that's the case, the cultural impact has still been huge. Uh, because I feel like everyone has seen at least one season. Mm-hmm. Or at least one episode. I have not. Oh, well, um... But, fuck. (laughs) No, I I know a lot of people have watched the show. I just have not seen it. But you have heard of it. Yes. Honestly, I could probably go through and tell you every season. Yeah, exactly. So it's been so prevalent. Um, uh, One of the things about it is that um, even though it... I guess may forego consistently that consistency. Mm-hmm. Um, it constantly reinvents itself. FX. Yes, yes. FX. This is an FX uh, show. <laughs> yes, yeah. um, and this is not one that I would say quality over quantity. I would say they're turning them out. Kind of the yeah. opposite. Yeah, um, but it does constantly reinvent itself. For example, the sixth season, a sixth season, which was um, Roanoke completely went out of the regular narrative um, progression of the show and turned it into um, the first half of the season was reenactment show and then the second half of the season was those actors from the reenactment show joining the real people that they were portraying in going back to the Roanoke house that they were reenact it was just a total mindfuck and twist it was amazing Um, and so they do things like that and reinvent themselves so in the recent years this past season apocalypse mm-hmm. um was kind of masturbatory and very fan service and not a whole lot of plot. i bet they come out with a season soon that's going to be called like american horror story redux <laughs> where it's going to be like they're going to go back to the the house in the first season yeah well they did in apocalypse oh um maybe i was already preempted <laughs> um but they uh How fortuitous yeah i i love season one love season two season three to this day is my favorite is that hotel uh, that's coven Coven. Um, because Jessica Lang as Fiona Good, the witch, just uh, the witches are excellent. Um, but yeah, American Horror Story is um, one of uh, one of Top Ryan, ten of your decade. Yeah, it's it's yeah. one of Ryan Murphy's true successes. Okay. Um, you know that it was I think one of his first successes, mm-hmm. um, and it's still going strong. So yeah. So that wraps uh, wraps up my uh, top ten of the decade. Same here, and I think that's actually a wrap of the episode. Yeah, the we have been talking for a long time, guys. Sorry, viewers. <laughs> Thanks for listening. You're welcome, yeah. viewers. <laughs> <laughs> that um. So yeah, half uh, full, half empty. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, two horses, one sword. Um, half a shield. Yeah. Who knows what the hell we're talking about? I don't. It's been three hours. Yeah. <laughs> um, but thanks for listening, guys. Yeah, uh, thank you. That wraps up January. Um, join us in February um, when we will be talking about whatever the hell happens then. Yeah. Um, so. And uh, don't forget to check out our other podcast on the Movie Nights YouTube channel as well as our social media. It's uh, Nights underscore Movie for Facebook and – no, sorry. 
Instagram and Twitter is nights underscore movie and Facebook it's just movie nights. Some dickhead took movie nights on Twitter and Instagram. Yeah. What a dickhead. Yes. So nights underscore movie. <laughs> uh, we'll see you guys next month. Yeah. Thanks so much, guys. Bye. Yep. What's the name of our podcast again? Last month in TV. Last month on TV. Thank you. Please leave that in the beginning. <laughs>